When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Hello, everyone. I'm Chick McGee, and this is my first song. Chick. Uh-huh. Oh, this is my posse. Hello, ladies. Uh, this is a song that's called... Well, no, it's not... It's not called Chick. It's a song that, that I'm very familiar with. My life as a ladies' man. Oh, I heard that. Yes, yes, yes. Take off your dress. Tell me something I don't know. Nasty stuff. Nasty stuff. I'd give that, uh-huh. I'd give that a right on, brother. Right on. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, I've lost you. I don't know what you're trying to say. We can't get enough. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh man, look at that. Here it comes again. Nasty stuff. Let's get freaking. This is where we break it down. Oh, no, that's the next song, isn't it? You know, speaking of nasty stuff, I've never had a problem in that area. Everyone out there, put your hands together, ladies and gentlemen. Please. N-A-S-T-Y. N-A-S-T-Y. Oh, 
Nasty stuff. Give me some skin. Nasty stuff. Oh my. Nasty stuff. God. Look at the size of those. This never happened before. Do you have a towel or a moist towel? Left? <laughs> well, thanks for the bump and grind. I, I gotta bust a move. Peace out. Portions of the upcoming program have been pre-recorded, meaning they've already happened. And they're about to happen again. Huh. So where was it? Oh, oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're glad to have you here. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Got an email, Tom. What does it say? Dear, let's see. Oh, the, um, dear... Dear douchebags. No. Oh, I guess that's us. <laughs> sure, yeah. Love the show. Been listening off and on since 94. Mostly in the past 10 years, though. I've, my in, listening has really increased. I have compiled from the past year, 2022, mm. the list of phrases, words, bits being used from least to most. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. What's he got? Least, 40-plus uh, years. I'm not sure. That was used four times. Um, Kim Tattoo on Ass Song. I'm not sure what that. Oh, that's me. Yeah, the Tom Petty thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Kim, Kim tattoo on ass. Kim, he's right. Yes, right. Okay. Uh, Shirley Bassey and Goldfinger five times. Uh, Pickle in the ass song ten times. <laughs> yeah, that. at least. Remember that? It's a good song. Uh, it is what, a good song. Western Union twelve times. Oh, oh more than that. Mitch Miller fourteen times. <laughs> more, really? That seems low. Tom Jones Pussycat fourteen times. No, that seems low. That's low. So low. That is low. Cowfowl, cow valve sixteen times. <laughs> the fugitive eighteen times. Man, I hate that one. Ace farting. Fugitive. There it is. 19. I'm sorry. Nineteen. Ace farting a hole in his underwear twenty three times. <laughs> Captain of her heart song twenty six times. We did hit us hot in a nice yeah. soft hot spot with Cap- Captain of her heart. Mm-hmm, by yeah. mm-hmm. What song. is it? Duble. Remember, it wasn't double. Right. It was Duble. <laughs> Uh, 30 years, 29 times. I don't know what 30 years means. Uh, when you complain that you've been sitting here for 30, 30 years. 30 years. Up with yeah. 22. Oh, Thank you. Funny. Chicks Fort Wayne incident, 31 times. <laughs> <laughs> Deland, Florida, 64 times. Ah, <laughs> minimum. Accurate. McCack monkey, 73 times. Puppets, 363 times. Sexy time, 428 times. Well, that's got to be more than sexy time. 400. Uh, pot, marijuana. These accurate. This is just... Pot, marijuana, weed, etc. 631 times. <laughs> and you're welcome, you guys. You know, and the, the most often heard phrase uh, from our show last year, 2022, it was heard 3,243 times. Uh, some variation of, uh, that's right. That's exactly right. Is that right? <laughs> 3,243 times. Is that right? That is from Eric. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Happy New Year, Eric, in uh, Warren, Ohio. All right. We were talking about um, songs about uh, shaking for some reason. And um, uh, Christy mentioned the hippie, hippie shake. I like that song. 
Great version by the uh, Georgia Sound. If I ever yes. wanted, uh, if I ever wanted to know what Lou Brukeiser would sound like talking about the hippie <laughs> hippie shit, <laughs> I now know what it would sound like. I like Louis Rukeyser. There you go. He used to host that stock show. Uh, Wall Street Week, man. Yeah. Uh, the song Hippie Hippie Shake, there was a big hit version. This is one of the big hit versions from way back, Christy. For goodness sake, I got the hippie Um, yeah, that but that's it's deliberately sounding like the Beatles in a certain era, yeah. mm-hmm. pre sixty five, I would guess. Here is the uh, original by Chan Romero. thing about this it was uh, released in 1902 yeah <laughs> way ahead of its time you don't like that i love it kind of raw yeah mm-hmm. i love that stuff yeah yeah very good very good um it's making and, a, then of course make, the, make an effort to have it recorded professionally well i'm sure it was a many many years ago they I mean, uh, come on then there's of course this version we talked about for goodness not as good Georgia Satellites. Oh no, I love Georgia Satellites, and I think that's that is good. But that raw feel of the first two is get is, a little hug and no kissing. It's cooler. Wait, this is the. Uh, For goodness sake. Yeah. I don't like that one. No, I don't. I don't hear too much nose. I don't like it. Well, that's maybe the vocal. Uh, I prefer okay. the uh, the, the first one you play. The less yeah. nasal vocal. Okay. Yeah, the uh, Beatlesque one. Yeah, yeah the Beatlesque. No hugging, no kissing until I get, get a wedding ring. That's a that song's that amazing. Song's yeah, incredible. It is. I love that song. Dan Baird and the uh, Georgia Satellite. They were here. That's correct. Let's. Uh, well, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll get uh, off of our uh, thing here and we'll move forward here. Uh, this uh, it's catching on. Hey, douchebags. Yeah. <sighs> uh, another email after the pandemic fiasco. I currently have. Uh, 250 rolls of toilet paper and 87 rolls of paper towels on hand. <laughs> Not going to get caught low on either ever again. Hmm. So there you go. Okay, you were one of those you were complaining about. I wasn't complaining. I was just saying the one time I was in Costco, it was, it was someone who worked here. We were getting something. I forget what it was. I'd never been in there. I'm not a member. Uh, I think I'm going to join, though, after Pat's song. That's amazing. Yeah. Sounds good. But uh, I ran into someone, and they literally had hundreds of rolls of toilet paper in a giant cart. And they didn't, when I walked up to say hello, they didn't say, oh, by the way, we're... <laughs> Why would they even think to do that? Because no human being would have several hundred rolls of toilet paper for their home. Well, maybe they weren't buying it for their home. But That's I'm, what I'm you saying. Wouldn't you say something? No. It's none of your damn business. <laughs> I, I, I was like, hey, I'm so, so, so sorry. The kids have dysentery. I'm uh, buying a lot of toilet paper. I am... S- <laughs> All right, never mind. We okay. have an addition to the uh, list of things we've said over the past uh, year, 2022. What do we got? I don't like uh, this is from Adam. Uh, Tom said, I'm sorry with no real feeling about 1,235 times last year. And you just said it. There it is. That's the I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't, mean, sorry. I, I, don't, I don't mean it. We have a story I think that will interest Josh. I'm sorry. Um, about a World War II era map that's just been released. Is there gold hidden somewhere in the Netherlands? This is exciting stuff. What have you got? A World War II era map, as Tom just said, sparked a hunt for treasure reportedly hidden by German soldiers in the Netherlands. 
The map was made public by the Dutch National Archive. Amateur treasure hunters then grabbed metal detectors and shovels and Boy. started wandering through the fields. I'd like to know an amateur treasure hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might hang with that guy. I like that with, with the metal detector and the ear, you have one the earphones. Yes, I do. The theme of several movies. Sure. They go back after the war and they yes. look for the treasure yeah. that the national treasure. But this is real. They just released this map. Yeah, they're wandering around the field surrounding a rural town of Omerin. The archive said the map was believed to indicate where Nazi soldiers had hidden four large boxes filled with diamonds, rubies, gold, silver, and jewelry they'd taken after an explosion at a bank in August of 1944. Hmm. National Archive spokeswoman Anne Mariki Sampson reports that the Institute undertook various failed attempts to find the treasure back in 1947. Oh, so they went, eh, we didn't find it. I eh. guess we'll just release it, see if somebody else can. That's kind of cool. I'm, I'm seeing Nick Cage. Anybody here? Yeah, of uh, course. Well, that's because he started the National Treasure. Yeah. 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 That's why I'm yeah. seeing him. I, uh, that's why right, I'm well, seeing him. That director was here. <laughs> Who would you see in this uh, movie, Josh? Uh, boy, oh, boy. Didn't they do something called Monuments Man or something? Yeah, yeah they did. John Goodman, Matt Damon, George, Bill Murray. George Clooney. Somehow boring. <laughs> I, I don't know how yeah, they... a lot of good people, too. Yeah, how they made that not we entertaining. got a great cast, a good story. Let's get a bad script. <laughs> yeah, Mix was, things up. weird. Yeah. Oh, we also need a crap director. Any ideas? <laughs> it was George Clooney. There you go. Oh, he's a good director. I'm kidding. <laughs> you loved his movie about... Uh, uh, the CBS News. Right? Oh, I didn't like that one. It's yeah. a good movie. It's a very good movie. What was that called again? Good Night and Good Luck. There you go. Very good. Nope, very it's Good Night and Good Luck. <laughs> every scene, someone is smoking in that movie. <laughs> uh, but no, um, this is, I, I think this is kind of cool. They just so, released this map and these guys are all looking for did it. they release it online and anybody can look at it and go, hey, let's go find this stuff? Apparently. Huh. Has anybody found anything? No. No. And no one will well, find it. it's just been released. People are still getting there. Can I take bets on that? I'm, in fact, I bet you I will find it. You're going to go look. That's right. Now, I'm All betting right. on the fact that I won't. <laughs> You're I'm not it. betting that you will. <laughs> weird, though. It's, they say it's primarily Bitcoin, which is weird. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, from 1946. <laughs> this is somewhere in a vault in Argentina. I'd, I'd bet, is what I would say. Hmm. I'd bet on that, too, Willie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is a pretty good guess. Misleading people. It says the map was obtained from a German soldier shortly after the war by the Dutch Institute that was tasked with tracing German capital in the Netherlands after the country was freed from occupation by the Nazis in 1945. The research file which held the map was released this week as the maximum period of 75 years during which it could be held confidential. Interesting. So that's kind of cool. I didn't realize they had to hold it confidential, but uh, we'll see. Be be listening. Maybe in a few weeks someone's going to... Strike. And then what do you do, though? If you find it, do you get to you keep it? Do you get to it? keep it? Finders, it, keepers, losers, sweepers. Well, I don't know. It's all stolen. It's like all that artwork that's being returned to the yeah. people who actually owned it. We'll see. Wouldn't you get a percentage, maybe? Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't tell anybody? Heck no. If they're not if they're going to take it from me. Well, mm-hmm. how are you going to... What, are you going to fence your diamonds? How are you going to make the same thing. Money? That's why I don't ever report any of my income. It takes <laughs> Well, welcome to the Bob and Tom Show here for a Thursday morning. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. On the show today, Donnie Baker, Greg Warren, Greg Morton, Allie Breen, and Dave Dugan all coming up this morning. But next, we'll feature a segment with rocker Peter Frampton. Come on back. This is the Bob and Tom Show.
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show here for a Thursday morning. This is Christopher speaking. Hope you're having a good morning so far. This segment features rocker Peter Frampton, who's been on the show several times. Nice guy. Good interview. Peter Frampton here on the Bob and Tom Show. And we're uh, getting hooked up with a uh, very special guest. And he is, there he is on the big screen. Hey, Peter. Hi. Hey. It's Peter Frampton. And um, <laughs> lean your head down, Peter. Is that, a, uh, is that an official Peter Frampton cap? What does that say? Uh, no, it's it's actually Blackberry Farm. Oh, oh wow! Oh, Tom's been there. I've been there a couple times. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's killer, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Mr. Yeah. Frampton, are you are you calling us from Tennessee? Yes, I am calling you from Nashville. All right, and and you're going back in the road. Tell us the uh, tell us the story. Well, <clears throat> um, as you know, um, we all got shut down in, with uh, COVID. And we were supposed to go in 2020 after the finale tour here in the U.S. and Canada. We were supposed to go to Europe in, in May of 2020 and um, didn't happen, obviously, because we were all shut down. But um, we did manage to go there last November. They dangled the tour in front of me and I said, well, let me let me check the old fingers. And uh, so, <laughs> so far, there they go again. And, uh, so, so far, so good. So um, and then we came back and within a month, we did another uh, TV show with an invited audience here in, in Nashville for Sky Arts over in England, UK. And uh, I'm still, you know, there they come, you know. <laughs> so um, anyway, I decided that, look, I'm not going to sit home this summer. If I'm still playing guitar, you know, and enjoying it, that's the main thing. So I just decided to, uh, if we can make it a little easier the way we tour, so it's not, it's not like three months straight, it's two months, it's two weeks every month, basically, uh, for three months. So uh I think I'm going to be able to manage it. And you're referencing your fingers. You have a, a medical issue that has been uh, sort of uh, creeping and crawling. And what's, yes. how's that going? If you're feeling great, um, it's going fine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> has it affected your playing at all? Um, it it. Uh, if I said no, um, that's a lie. Um, but um, supposedly. My band can't tell the difference, which worries me. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, they're just lying to the boss, you know. So, um, no, um, I'm still able to play pretty, pretty damn well. I'm, I'm very pleased. So I'm looking forward to, um, 
getting there's nothing like it for me to get out there and even though i will be seated um this time we started that in in the on the european tour uh because you know doing a solo i get so excited i just like wobble off you know <laughs> <laughs> oh he's down he's down <laughs> he's wobbled <laughs> so anyway um i just decided that Let's get the old crew back. Well, I see, I told everybody I quit, you know, so the band and everybody. So luckily, um, we've got the band back um, and um, <clears throat> uh, some of the crew members couldn't come back, even though they wanted to, because you said you quit. And so, <clears throat> so they've gone off to do other things. But uh, we've got a great new crew. And I just think of this tour as... The bonus tour. I never thought this would ever happen. So um, I'm so thrilled and and pleased that I'm going out there. And we're gonna we're gonna dig up some deep cuts that we haven't played maybe for a long time or even ever. Um, so we're rehearsing for quite a bit to kind of uh, do stuff, just try stuff that I've I've never done before. We're speaking with a great uh, Peter Frampton. Peter, are you going to do any humble pie stuff? Oh, I'm sure we will. Yes, definitely. Okay. Great. Yeah, when, when it comes to songwriting, with the, the, the different situation with your hands, has this uh, made you write in a different way? Are you sitting at a piano or with a bass or do you? Um, <clears throat> no, I write, I, I write with acoustic, electric, you know, a piano, and uh, I have written with bass as well, yeah. Um, but no, that that doesn't hasn't really changed. Um, so, you know, my writing uh, and, and in fact, um, th what I've been working on for the last couple of years is and still working on it is uh, a brand new all my songs, you know, no co-writes, just uh, this is the way I used to write in 1970, you know. So um, and it, it we have these three reissued vinyls that are coming out uh wind of change um frampton's camel and the frampton album are the first three and uh, <clears throat> uh they are being reissued um very soon and boy do they sound good on vinyl oh my goodness just anything sounds good on vinyl <laughs> yeah. now, do you have a record do you have a record player at your house i do is that <laughs> yeah i had to i had got rid of mine years ago obviously and then I've had one for the last, you know, six, seven, eight years now. And uh, I just love it, you know, um, get out these albums that I brought from England. You know, I have not only do I have the uh, week of release of the original mono Sergeant Pepper, but I have I, I have the stereo one, too, which was released uh, not not as uh, popular because the Beatles didn't really know and wanted be hand, uh, dealing with anything stereo, so they let somebody else do it virtually. And um, <clears throat> but those things like that, you know, early really early records that um, you know I could I could probably sell those for quite a bit actually. I'm, yeah, you probably could. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. uh, Peter, uh, <laughs> why don't you let me take a look at those? So I get, uh, Peter, Chick, <laughs> Chick right McGee, Chick McGee, and I, we always have to bring this up when we're talking to you. Uh, uh, you've obviously re released. No, here's the thing. I need to tell Peter. Last time I saw him, and it wasn't that long ago, like two years ago, you played, and I was hoping you would. My favorite song. Everybody has a favorite song off "Comes Alive," but mine is. I'll give you. My 
money and you've tore into that and you did not disappoint sir and <laughs> well, i want thank you and i want to tell people when he says he has you know and he's he's off Remember where he's starting from yeah. before he says, well, I'm a little off. That's why your band can't tell. It's, uh, you know, from, uh, from yeah, super duper you. amazing to super amazing. Uh, yeah. I'll take that. One yeah. duper missing. One duper. He's off a duper. Uh, yeah. I'm we, off a duper. We always okay. ask Peter about the, because we're talking about vinyl records. And then you have released, some of your albums are available. Think about the number of formats. You've got uh, eight track, cassette, CD, had them all. Uh, whatever, quadraphonic. I did not have the quad comes I, alive. I remember I had, <laughs> at one point years ago, we were talking to Mr. Frampton, and he said, I had to release this one because I've got to send another kid to college. That's it, was, right. it, was, it was some enhanced stereo. <clears throat> but you, we all remember when you would listen on an 8-track, oh, yeah. to, to, to Frampton clunk. Comes Alive, where yeah. it would clunk in the middle of the song. Yeah. Do you clunk like I do? Yeah, I remember. That then, would be the one it would do it in, too. And it, it, uh, I graduated high school in 76, so this was, oh right my, we do you feel like we do? I, we lost our minds. And my 8-track had uh, broken right at the end of when they come back and do you feel like we do, and you're... <laughs> so I had to edit that back together, and it was not very good. But then, of course, I I, I made a little money, and I got a couple other different formats. So yeah. we're okay now. Do yeah. you think Do you think you'll do um, uh, the Ray Charles classic? I don't need no doctor. I think that's very high. That's high on the list. Yes, and that's one of my favorite stories in your book. I should point out that Peter Frampton has a wonderful, wonderful yes. autobiography, and the story Thank of you. of that particular song is just terrific at how you guys were on stage and Steve Marriott walked in the back of the hall and the whole thing happened. Just a terrific, yeah. terrific piece. I highly recommend the book, and, and it's also available as a book on tape. Peter had to be locked into a studio for weeks <laughs> to keep reading. <laughs> Ten hours a day for three months. <laughs> hey, Peter, uh, Josh here. I've always wondered, uh, I'm part of Generation X, and uh, so there was a, there must have been a resurgence for Frampton Comes Alive after the movie Reality Bites when Ben Stiller claims that that album changed his life, and he, there's a, a whole scene that kind of revolves around it. Were you aware that he was going to be doing that in the movie before it came out, or...? Um, I did know that, um, before it came out, I did know that, um, they were using Baby I Love Your Way. First off, they were using it as, in the car scene, it's my version, mm -hmm. comes on the radio. Um, but then somebody else, I forget who it is, it, it sing, actually sings it as well. Um, <clears throat> and, um, but the, uh, producer of the soundtrack came to me, uh, before it came out and, and said, would you be interested in redoing Baby I Love You? It's already in in one scene, the way your version. Would you like to do another version, uh, reggae? And I said, no. Good answer. I said, I've done it. I've done it standing on my head. I've done it, you know. <laughs> in the bathroom, I've done it. You name it. I've done it everywhere in every different way. I said, <clears throat> I'll I'll leave it as I'm done with baby I love you <laughs> and so so uh so he said well that's good I said what and no he said uh, well okay then because I do have this band called Big Mountain that um they want to they want to do a reggae version of it I said 
be my guest. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, that became a number one hit around the world. So I, I was sort of, <clears throat> I was happy. Yes, <laughs> good, good. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, once again, we're speaking with uh, yeah. the recording artist uh, uh, and performance artist, Mr. Peter Frampton, back on tour. Lots of great dates coming up this summer. Peter, there's a, a great story, uh, and I'm not going to ask you to waste your time telling it, about your guitar and the mm-hmm. famous guitar that appears on the cover of Frampton Comes Alive and the recovery of the guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you taking that out on tour still? Yes. Well, <clears throat> people say to me, ooh, you got it back after 32 years. Are you sure you're going to take, you're going to leave that at home? I said, um, <clears throat> it survived an air crash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I, I think, um, no, it's, it sounds so good. And it, it, it's like putting an old pair of gloves on and, uh, that fit. And, um, you know, and it's, um, I would be remiss if I didn't bring it, you know, I would miss it myself, you know, but I know that uh, the fans out there love to see it when I bring it out because uh, it's got such a great story. And, you know, it still looks pretty much the same on the that it did on the album cover. Me, on the other hand, you know, I'm a little different. (laughs) Ah, you look better than ever. You look great. Are Are you taking Bigsby on the road with you? Oh, Bigsby. Um, uh, No, I'm not taking him on the road. He's almost, or hold on a sec. He's two now, isn't he? Still talking. Yeah. Okay. This must be Bigsby. We got puppies at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I I hope it's not a child. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) Oh, Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Yeah. He has his own hat. Bigsby. That's great. Yes. The true vibrato. Yes. That's who the so anyway, um, I don't know what I'm wearing here. I'm ch- I've got so many hats. So, <laughs> like uh, a race it's like car the driver. end of a NASCAR yeah. race. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, no, Bixby's going to come. Um, he's still training. I go see him, you know, uh, every every couple of weeks, 10 days, a uh, couple of weeks up at the farm where he's training. But he's going to be my service dog. And um He's, um, yeah, I can't wait. He's going to move in uh, probably when I get back off this tour. Okay. That's when we get together. All right. Uh, Peter Frampton, once again, on the road again with the band. Uh, are you going to do, I hope, some of the instrumentals? Uh, the- oh, I'm sure we will. Yes, yes. <clears throat> we have a mammoth list to go through. And um, so, yes, definitely. Uh, and, and then is, is your singing voice as great as ever? I don't know. I've tried. <laughs> yes, I'm only asking because of the it's constant. It's a little late to get yes, this kind of feedback. The, the constant throat clearing. I'm only asking for a friend. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll try and, I'll try and, yeah, I'll be fine. Okay. Uh, and uh, you're, uh, you go into some detail in your, in your book about the medical treatment that you've been receiving. Obviously, it's, it must be working pretty well. Well... <clears throat> There, thereby lies a tale. I mean, no, it's not. There's, there is no cure. Um, the only thing that you can do for for IBM at this particular moment, we are. Um, I have my my uh, fund at uh, Johns Hopkins is uh, we raised <clears throat> lots of money. Thank you, everybody, um, for trials, drug trials, and so we're looking at one coming up. Um, and I always uh, try those, obviously. So far, there's nothing there. But the the best thing that I can do, and anyone with IBM, <clears throat> is, uh, and this is the same for Parkinson's, is to exercise every day, uh, if you can. 
And so I work out six days a week. I take Sunday off and, um, and it really, it really helps. It's going to keep me upright. All right. Good. Yes. Uh, any uh, last, what last question, uh, Peter, any weird covers you're thinking of doing of uh, songs that aren't yours? No, um, no, um, <laughs> I, I can't really, th- I could do, I, why don't I do one of, Weird Al's weird covers, but do it my way. Yes. Yeah, take it back. Yes. Or you could do the, a cover of that Big Mountain hit from the 90s. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love the part where it goes, key change. <laughs> okay, I lied. I've got one more question. When okay. are, are you guys still doing sound checks uh, live, oh, yeah. or is it all being done with computers and... Oh no, no, no. Well, they can, they have, we, we've, we tape most bands, I think have a little pro tools rig, um, monitor or out front. And, um, they, they, they tape every night. So we've got every night is, 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 uh, available to choose numbers for, to release obviously. But what they do is they use night before and they'll play it back through the system to, to set the system. So we don't have to go there for that anymore, but we do do sound checks probably for the first, I don't know, four or five shows. And then if everything's going well, we much prefer to not do a sound check and just the first time we play because our crew's so good. The first time we walk on stage is the first time we play in the, during that day, you know, if you do a sound check, do you screw up your own lyrics? Oh, oh, I, not just the sound check. <laughs> I think he, what there's, Tom is asking is, yeah. do you have any naughty lyrics for your song? Oh, no. Yeah. It's usually like, We're coming right back with more of the Bob and Tom show on a Thursday. Comedian Dave Dugan is in studio. Come on back and check it out. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show here for a Thursday. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios. The gang are back in these chairs next Monday morning here live in the studio after holiday break. Uh, In this uh, segment, we'll have comedian Dave Dugan and we'll talk about Tom's bedroom and apparently the bedroom lobby thank you very much joining us in the studio he's the very handsome comedian dave dugan um a veteran stand-up comedian uh, if he wasn't handsome would you say the hideously ugly dave dugan no i'm just trying to find one point about him you'll notice when i introduce you i don't say the handsome chick mcgee no you don't why is why is that dave is rocking a soul patch right do you do you normally uh, rock one of those uh no not necessarily okay trying something out i may have forgot to, sh- to shave everyone oh. <laughs> that would have been uh that would have been my uh, guess i yeah. can't see that from here so That's i've got right. a new winning attitude and a patty labelle hairdo so i'm uh, <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't work with uh, the viewers that's only a yeah where a- you paint the magic of it also doesn't really work with anybody done like 80s music references but, <laughs> uh, the, now the soul patch technically is just the um area just below the lower lip yeah yeah and then uh the uh the van dyke is what's often incorrectly referred to as a goatee, right? Because a goatee is just the bottom, not the mustache. Is that correct? Is that right? That's, I think, technically correct, yes. I see, I see. Now, have you ever done the uh, the Fu Manchu or any of that stuff? No. 
Oh, I don't. I, I think I could grow anything like that. Okay, okay. But does the soul patch? Does you have a you have a wife? I, I could get some clip on mutton chops to do it in a minute. Though. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, me too. Who would? We've tried to get yeah. him to grow his way out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, does your wife approve of the so-called soul yeah, patch? She's, she's fine with all that. Yeah, I mean it's uh, not really. Do you ask her? Or does she say what are you doing? What the hell's going on? Uh, do, we, do we need to leave the lights on in the bathroom when you shave? Anything? <laughs> we. We see eye to eye on most uh, most things, except garage sales. And I, I think um, <laughs> uh, she has no problem with the soul patch. It has come up every now and then. It's very inconsistent. Everything I, I'm, this is the shortest my hair has been since uh, uh, fourth grade. Wow. Really? Yep. Last time my, my hair was this short, I was getting creamed by a dodgeball in the uh, playground uh, <laughs> recess. Actually, so. You have a good head of hair, Dick. Who said that? I did. You have a good oh, head of hair. Oh, you did say, yeah. Josh. I usually yeah. hear that from Tom's voice. That's yeah, very nice. Tom so likes I look around to, to talk about hair. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very nice. Uh, now, um, uh, you live in a home with your wife and uh, your children. <laughs> you say it's normal, Tom. I don't know. Go on. <laughs> your children are gone. Is that correct? You did oh, make well, that sound like he was on the run. <laughs> you live at home with your wife. Is that with correct? The, with your ankle bracelet. No, just trying to get some information. So, uh, dogs, cats, hamsters, parrots. Oh yeah, anything. yeah, we've got that. Oh really? Uh, Which and ones? Uh, one of our one of our kids is still home. Uh, oh, she's oh. going to college, so we don't see her all the time. But she's home sometimes. Uh, we have a uh, we're kind of mourning one of uh, one of our pets that we lost here recently. Our bearded dragon. Oh, oh no, no. Uh, sorry to hear. Unfortunately, but uh, we still have the we have cats, dogs. We take them all in. They're our very pricey pets. Um, they all have some sort of condition, you know, like we have to buy the top of the line shampoo because of skin conditions or, you know, urinary tract canned cat food and uh, uh. even even the uh, actually medicated crickets for the uh, for the bearded dragon. That sounds like I'm making that up, but it's it's uh, true. Apparently, they weren't medicated enough. Yeah, I guess they didn't. <laughs> they didn't quite cut it. And uh, so I got him for my son when he's like 10 years old, and right? you know, he goes off to college and gets married. And so uh, every Wednesday, I was the pet smart guy getting a bag of crickets i've lived that <laughs> yeah and, and then the, the same red-haired clerk the balding uh, guy the same yeah. guy every week go do you want him dusted oh you gotta yeah, have him dusted. just like i have the last seven years talking to you <laughs> well usually it's always like going through the line even though i see him every week and it's always all they have for me is what you feeding uh, what you feeding uh i'm interested donkeys what we're feeding thank you what you feeding well we have a water buffalo in our basement you'd think they'd like sugar cane or oats they're digging these uh they're digging these crickets <laughs> What you're feeding, mammal's got a tapeworm. <laughs> How many crickets would a water buffalo have to eat to have a good meal? That'd oh, be, wow. Is this buckets? Riddle? Buckets, yeah. yeah. Yeah, buckets of them, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, now, we have to get back to the news desk with Christy. We're talking with comedian Dave Dugan. But first, Christy, what have you got around? Well, this is kind of a creepy story. A former mortuary worker in Arkansas has been indicted for allegedly selling 20 boxes of stolen body parts. How much? 11, I mean, no, uh, oh, that's weird. $11,000. <laughs> Doesn't seem like enough to me. It does boxes. seem cheap. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. When I read the story, I thought, 20 I, boxes and you're only getting eleven grand. I am very naive. Why would anyone want them? That's a very good question. And what, what body parts are they? They aren't saying. Ms. Candace Chapman Scott is accused of setting up the transactions with a man she met through a Facebook group about oddities weird a 36 year old who was employed at arkansas central mortuary services allegedly offered to sell remains from medical school cadavers that the mortuary was supposed to cremate and return wow the indictment alleges ms scott oh 
He has more info than the one I saw. Sold fetuses, brains, hearts, lungs, genitalia, large pieces of skin, and other body parts. I'd uh, like some uh, genitalia, just just the just the ladies. Oh, Nothing weird for me. <laughs> now I ain't one of your weirdos. Now, can, you, can you throw in a a right hand? Oh. Got to have a thumb. <laughs> okay, I need, I'm going to be needing that thumb. <laughs> You know. ah. Mr. Douglas, could I introduce interest you in an inverted nipple? <laughs> wow. This is grisly, huh? What Put would you I mean, do with this stuff? Who would want them? Is that? Oh, there are bad, but there's some closeted cannibals out there. Yeah. Oh, you're, no. You don't think so? Sure. Not, you can't. This is essentially How about uh, a witch. Well, they're medical school cadavers, yeah, so they've they be, been around for a while. Wouldn't they be full of uh, chemical? What's yeah. the chemical? Doesn't seem like you could from make a good potion unless you had a hookup. One man's from aldehyde is another man's. Uh, That's right. Duck uh, sauce. Yeah. Barbecue mm-hmm. sauce. What do you go? A uh, marinade. That's what I was going for. Oh, thank yeah. you. Uh, wouldn't that be poisonous? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 No, I have no idea what's going on here. I mean, who? Maybe. Who'd want to buy a sacrifices? Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you. What would you do with? I don't know, Tom. Spare human brains and large pieces of skin. Maybe. Well, you can make clothing out of that. Hell of a collection. Sure, skin, handbag. What if she? I wonder when she when she you said that this was an internet thing. I wonder if she was putting gently used vulvas. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Isn't that the phrase they always use? Yeah, I'm here to see your Volvo. (laughs) What? Michigan authorities found a severed hand on the side of a highway. That poor hitchhiker. <laughs> well, it turns out, Josh, it was a fake. Ah. Michigan State Police said Cadillac Post troopers were cleaning up trash along US 131 when they made the discovery. Officials shared an image of the realistic-looking hand dripping with fake blood and assured social media users that it was just rubber. Oh, so it was a prank. Somebody yeah. knew what they were doing here. Right. Yeah, but they, they, if you read the whole story, they did the whole DNA thing, and yeah. the DNA came back. Spencer's gifts. <laughs> <laughs> they realized, maybe this, maybe this isn't real. <laughs> Is there still a Spencer's gifts where you can get I a sure hope weird so. t-shirt or I something? Loved or? I love them. Me too. I, I don't know. Got all my posters there. Remember those oh. days? Remember the penny bank? You put the penny on it, sure. the finger, the hand came out and got it, snatched it. Oh, away. yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what to go with there. At this, we're I bought a lava lamp from there. Were you overwhelmed at Spencer Gifts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so much. I loved it. And I would flirt all with those, the emo chicks. All those oh, lava yeah. lamps sure. and electricity and the, the little glass. The 7-Up that had the little thing. 7-Up yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. can. What's the other store like that? Uh, Please tell me you had a Chianti bottle with a multiple colored candle in it dripping down the side. I did your not. Room. Oh. You didn't? I never, I never oh. had the macrame, yeah, hanging plant the thing. Plant hanger, yeah. No, none of that. I did have the beads <laughs> to your door for <laughs> to your the door. door right? Yes, when I was in high school. But it, that's not very. It doesn't. It doesn't stop the sound coming into your room, right? Or well, do, I had, or like you had sh- both. When you entered my room, there was a short hallway. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh. You're telling me this. <laughs> Tom grew up. In his bedroom, there was a, there was a waiting room. Before, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, his, his, room, his room had a lobby. Yeah. That's no interesting. A foyer. You know, if, any, if I would guess, any of us would have a lobby to our bedroom. Yeah. It would have been you. Yeah. Of course, I have a small hallway in the entrance to my bedroom. Where else do I keep people, my... I can't let people just walk in. My elephant my foot umbrella. 
That was father's. That, that was papa's. He brought it back. He was. With, no, you'd, you'd open the regular door. He was with TR and then, in the then, Sudan. Then walk like three feet. And then, then I had the beads. That you had a receptionist, right? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Mr. Griswold can't see you right now. Uh, can I tell him what it's regarding? Uh, Joanne, did you put up the Jefferson airplane poster? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Joanne, move my masturbation session up uh, one hour, please. <laughs> <laughs> the mail lady just came by. <laughs> Something came over me. Uh, uh, Barbie Benton's on the new issue of Playboy. Yeah. We're gonna, yeah. We need to take action. Oh, you like Barbie Benton? Yeah, yeah, well, right. Actually, it never did much for me. No kidding. No, well, no. She was cute. All right. uh, cute never All right. did it for me. Were you a Claudia okay, Cardinale? Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. What do you cute like? Hideous? What are you talking about? No, yeah, cute. No, no. Uh, no I'm more of a uh, disfigured is what I'm into. Uh, <laughs> cute never did it for The last thing I... Symmetrical eyes always throw me off. I like my women hard on the eyes. You know how it is. You can keep your confused, lost, damaged, you know. I like a face that looks like it has severe road rash. Do you have that? Like the back of a Nestle Crunch bar. That makes me hot. Real hot. Yeah. Coming up next hour here on the Bob and Tom Show. Show comedian Greg Morton and Allie Breen coming up next hour as well. But next, Josh is back from fishing. We'll get the details on that coming up next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show for a Thursday morning. Welcome back. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. Hope you're enjoying the show all this week. Uh, the gang is back next Monday morning here live in the studio. Well, Josh and his brothers go on a fishing trip every summer. And in this uh, segment of the show, Josh has just gotten back from one of those fishing trips. Let's get the details. Josh, we've got something you're going to like. All right. Because you were on a uh, special kind of journey uh, the last <laughs> several days. <laughs> he spent some time with his brother fishing. That's, that's right. That yeah. wasn't, it's that's not important. a special kind of journey. No, it's not about a the A special fish. kind of journey would be uh, you... Uh, maybe Climbed a, Mount Kilimanjaro. A, a kibbutz, and uh, you found yourself <laughs> yeah. connected with your uh, no, deceased see, that's, grandparents. That's Sometimes you don't know you're on the journey when you're on the journey. Oh, you wouldn't know anything about a journey if it bit you in the ass. <laughs> you're <laughs> so detached. <laughs> you know, apparently it was a big deal. I don't know. People are saying I, uh, I changed. I, I don't understand. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> see, Josh went on a journey with his brothers bonding for the first time together in quite some time busting bulls there's going to be a time when there's going to the time's going to come when the only time that you're with your brothers is some awful event like a funeral we've had uh, our fair share of those sure but i mean you know this this was just a fun i hope very fun very good yeah all all four were there yeah yeah nice nice uh did you catch any fish we did but not as many as uh, one would hope it's the spawning season and uh, the fish, uh, we're not. I'm not making this up. They would uh, often just grab our lures and throw them out of uh, wherever they were, <laughs> as opposed to actually biting them. <laughs> huh. That's an interesting fish. Yeah. No, yeah, we got you some bites, but nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a ton of spitters. Use live bait at all? Any live those bait? Those uh, prank fish. Yeah. Yes. They love it. They love a good prank. No, I, live I, bait uh, for catfish, but nothing else. I bring this up because we have weird fish news today. Two weird fish stories. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, one of them kind of scary, uh, but we'll, oh boy. You know, yeah. we'll find out about that. Great. We fished hard, too. It was like 14-hour days of fishing. Wow. A boat, yeah. boat or dock? Boat, and then dock at night. How many? Really how, we were all four of you on the boat at the same time? We, we have two, so okay. two on two and two. <laughs> oh, John has a bass boat. And why, Jeff has a boat. Uh, why would you ask about all oh, four? Oh God, being here on we one go. Boat? That's a lot of men on one boat. I was going to say that's that's probably not safe. I, 
Uh, okay, just uh, fourteen hours fishing that really uh, took it out of you sitting there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drinking beer. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Now, were there any uh, any aqua dumps? Did we have to do? No, any, no, no aqua any shore, dumps. Uh, aqua piss. Plenty of that. Plenty of piss. In fact, uh, I took you know, I took a dock pee. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, this was just yesterday, and there were a few, there were a bunch of tournaments going on at the like the Ozarks this weekend. So I'm 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 peeing off uh, the dock, and mm-hmm. nobody else can see, and there are no boats around. Sure, <laughs> only my brother Jeff's on the dock, and I'm, I'm and then I turn around, and a major league uh, fishing guy is waiting for me to stop <laughs> stop peeing so that he can get his boat back behind our dock to fish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how you doing? <laughs> now, taking, when, a, taking a piss here, pal. When you're aboard the boat, do you uh, uh, have to stand up to make this? Uh, yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. probably pretty tricky. What do you mean do you have to stand up? You I mean, we're standing on the boat anyway. <laughs> the best question. But you can sit down on the boat if you'd like. Can you yes. sit down and pee like? Well, you could go into a jar and then heave it over the side. Drop that. In the oh water. yeah, no, drop just... that in the water. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, put trash in the lake. That's that's probably. A good well, he meant dump you it didn't out. mean the whole jar. Not the right? whole jar. You just pour it in. I'm just saying. But no, you just standing stand. in a boat can be very. What tricky. do you want to ask? It you is tricky. Ask, and there's lake. You, you want to ask if Josh gets up on a boat and stands up and goes to the other side, will the boat tip over? <laughs> no, that's I, what you want to ask. I, did I even imply that? I yeah, just, yeah, you did. Okay, so, well, do you stand up on that boat? <laughs> I, think it's, My God. I think it's fair. Like when one is sailing, you just say to the ready about to make sure that the crew is ready to come about. And you then know, you I'd say. Heartily uh, as you hit the tiller. I'd say, uh, hey, Tom, ready about? <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, well, um, now a lot of interesting things happened over the weekend. I uh, have to tell you, I did not watch even a second of the coronation. Sorry, I, wow. I don't mean this in any negative way, but when I, I did see the photographs, prepare for something negative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a real gay component to the outfits. Oh, what? Uh, oh yeah. Oh my lord. Oh my god. Wow. I see, did not get that at all. Oh, the I, fur, the weird crown. I mean, it's obviously <laughs> a long, a long, it's just along the way. It's oh, just you think, you it's think of a gay a, man. Oh my god! No, I you say along a, the way, a lot of fur along the way in the rich history of the oh. of the. <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't. If you saw that, you'd go well. I, <laughs> you're having an eye. No, I didn't think that <laughs> for one minute. <laughs> I'm not being critical. I'm just saying no, you're going to have to answer for. No, that. I'm just saying along the way, I think there were some designers, very fine. That you know. At one point, there's, I think we'll slip this one by the king. <laughs> at one point, when they were crowning Charles, and they have the the really old throne the wooden throne and it's got if you looked you didn't see it but and it had the scottish stone underneath you could it. see a lot of writing like carving inside the and they were like oh i wonder what's carved in there you could see letters and i go no for a, a good time call victoria <laughs> george was here yeah. bit loves phil yeah it was so <laughs> weird it, was, it literally looked like a bathroom wall at mm. your favorite bar we do have one news story about uh, some of the preparations for the coronation and then uh, the other big event on Saturday, of course, the Kentucky Derby. Wow, that was so Yeah, congratulations to Mange. Mange, Mange. won the Mange. No, no N. There's no huh? N. It's not Mange. No, no, no. I'm sure it's Mange. 
That's an odd name for a horse. That is. Yeah, yeah. That's not the. Not Down the, the stretch he comes. <laughs> oh, he's uh, hairless now. It's mange. Maybe now. Wow. Uh, did anybody do any stories comparing the hats at the Derby to the hats at the coronation? Uh, uh, a lot of fancy hats. I mean, a big weekend for milliners. Many, many. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I was, by the way, when I first saw the word milliner, I thought it was someone who cut wood. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I thought yeah. it was somebody who made uh, steel bread. cut oats. Make bread at the old mill. I thought yeah. it was. I was. I learned the difference between a fascinator and a hat. I wasn't familiar with whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A fascinator. What is a fascinator? Tell me everything. See? A fascinator. Now, I've been called a fascinator, but what's this definition? Yeah. This definition is apparently and they are truly one correct, of these smaller the hats that have the head, the headband that hold them on. Oh. a fascinator. Well, that have no practical function if it's raining. And you're, it's like no, the, they have a great practical function because if you're a so. lady and you're wearing a hat, you can't, like, it's always blowing off your head or if you want to wave, you know, shake it. your hand. No, but it's like the thing that Jackie Kennedy wore in Dallas. If, it's, if it had started raining, well, first of all, they would have put hat. the top up. That would have been so very helpful. Saying, are you saying fascinator like fascinate or are you saying fasten like snaps? That must be what that is. Fascinator. Yeah. Fascinator. Yeah. As okay. opposed to when you call Josh a fascinator, that's to the ladies. Oh, Josh, oh, that's, a, oh, yes, that's fascinating. Tell me oh. more about Yes, this, it's yeah. F-A-S-T. E-N-A-T-O-R. Fascinate them. But I had no idea what Josh, that was. Josh, tell me more about your novel. And well, we, it's uh, pretty much you a story. Mind, would you mind? <laughs> you see, John Everman, he... Uh, he was the foremost <laughs> coxman of uh, that, That's right. He, uh, <laughs> America in a nutshell. Sad news for me and Tom, are that we have Vita Blue, uh, the Oakland A's. He passed away, 17-year major leaguer. Um, three World Series in a row. During their World Series, three Pete from 72 to 74. Uh, he has uh, passed away. Uh, the team announced yesterday... Uh, Vita was 73. A cause of death was not given. However, they are uh, they do have some people in for questioning. That's false. There are a few players with a more decorated career than Vita, the A's said in a statement. He was a three-time champ, MVP, a six-time All-Star, Cy Young Award winner, and the A's Hall of Famer. Any A's sportscasters have anything to say about him? <laughs> Vita will always, cut that out, will always be a franchise legend and a friend. So there you go. He could. Uh, bring, they don't make. They don't have no pitchers like this anymore. No, they sure don't. Pitch that many innings. Oh, out of blue. That's right. Win twenty games. Don't happen. Vida blue. No longer. No youngsters pitching. know him. Aww. Oh, jeez. Vida blue. No longer going to miss him. Laying in his <laughs> casket. All right, I know that. We have. Uh, oh, that's sports. I, I and I don't have any ability to play anything this morning. Oh, oh. well, let's leave you with this. Protecting the safety of the queen is a task that's gladly accepted by police squad. That's right. For no matter how silly the idea of having a queen might be to us, <laughs> as Americans, we must be gracious and considerate hosts. <laughs> Wherever you go, whatever you do, always be a good sport. <laughs> Speaking of the queen, oh, um, remember the giant phallus that was mowed into the lawn of Bath's royal crescent ahead of King Charles's coronation? Yep. Somerset Live reports the 30-foot-long outline of a penis appeared in the grass where locals planned coronation parties. Hmm. Officials still do not know who is responsible for the penis etched into the lawn of the historic royal crescent row of houses. According to Bath residents, local officials sent in teams to remove the lawn phallus 
so that the parties would not be Did cited. you see this, Josh? No, I did not. It was kind of primitive, but they, they took the time and trouble to cut all the bushes back, so it made it even look bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Prince Andrew's claiming that uh, they traced it and that it's his. <laughs> it's a 30-footer. <laughs> I did not see uh, Prince Andrew uh, one shot of Oh, you didn't? I did. Mm-hmm. Man, I wasn't watching. Oh, he was sorry. in a carriage or something. I saw. Well, yeah, and he, had, he got to wear his uh, royal whatever cloak. Whatever you would call that oh, thing. Oh, that's the uh, cloak of invisibility. Maybe yeah. Harry was in the third row. He was way back there. That was uh, that was quite the yeah. uh, wisey in the third row. That was a problem. The oh. the logo of the <laughs> station that we were watching, BBC or CNN or whatever, was right over his head. So you never saw him at all. It was so bad. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. despair. Mm. Uh, well, okay. but he's a redhead. Put him in the third right. row. I don't know. Show him. I don't know. trouble. <laughs> yeah. You might want to. I want to put all that stuff in uh, short storage. Well, that's what we were saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to be another See, I don't 70 think, years before. I mean, a month, yeah, monthly, monthly, monthly don't thing. No, I, think you will, I think it'll be a good 20 years. It He's, could be. His got, family's got. Look at the ages. How old, how old is he? Six, Plus, you know they get injections. They get life. Ex- they get life yeah. extending injections. You know, they, they, they <laughs> take babies, grind them, up, <laughs> yeah, them He's not going to live to be ninety-four. <laughs> his vampires. dad did. His All mother right, did. His grandmother it. did. Let's do it. Put it up on the board. Who's got? Uh, who's I got have twenty the years. I got you ninety-four. Got Twenty years. I'm going to say thirteen years. Do he and Camilla get along? Looks well, like obviously they've. Look how much, look what they've been are through to get where they are me? today. Right. He dreamed of being her tampon. That's, That's right. Well, you know what? That's right. That's I forgot close. about that. Yeah. That sure sign of true love. Yes. Some would say oddly close, but yes, it's very poetic. But everything's still nice between them, so maybe he wants to live. Well, yeah. If not, he may. He wanted to be king for 74 years. Of course he's going to do everything um, he can. Uh, alive. We have uh, coming up in the news yes. a bizarre story involving bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really bizarre involving alleged uh, toe sucking, <laughs> uh, non consensual, um, forced toe sucking. Yes. Yeah, it's really odd. Uh, we'll find out what that's all about. Uh, hmm. Well, that's all about coming up. What else have you got coming, Christy? Uh, well, we have Star Wars weddings. That is not what I am planning, but if you are, there's a place you can get it done. <laughs> that, uh, that's the ring bearer. Yeah. That's the wedding night. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they, they brought a toy. Whoops. Uh, oh, and we have a guy that was rescued from the woods after a sex game went awry, apparently. Is that right? Yeah. Boy, you want to play Deliverance? You ever been handcuffed during sex, Tom? God, no. God, no. <laughs> wow, I believe him. You ever been handcuffed after sex? That's worse. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been? Have you, On the show been? next, comedian Greg Morton making all kinds of noises. If you want to stick around, check it out. Greg Morton next on The Bob and Tom Show. More of the Bob and Tom Show now on a Thursday. Welcome back. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. Greg Morton, not only a funny guy, but makes all kinds of funny noises. Here he is, comedian Greg Morton on the Bob and Tom Show. Willie Griswold. Hey, man. The air, as they call it. <laughs> I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. 
Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, got a letter. We got a legend here, Tom. Yeah, I know. Tom I get, Comedy well, Legend. At least part of the letter. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh-oh. How did that happen? I just got uh, here. Well, this is primarily Josh's fault. <laughs> Which is pretty much the entire show. That's, you say? Uh, that's great. I have been very problematic this we morning. We have uh, <laughs> Josh to blame. This morning. Uh, Pat, you better get a song ready because we we're got we going to have to. Uh, uh, our guest, comedian Greg Morton, is um, from Toronto, Canada. Yes. And um, we were talking off the air about what a great place Toronto is and those weird critters that live in that little island. But They're squirrels. No, they're not squirrels. They're something else. The point is, uh, Josh mentioned a place he wanted to, that his favorite place in Toronto is, what is it again? Oh, one of them is a restaurant called Movenpick. And it's uh, and it's uh, you're it's distinguished by what many different food stations of many different styles and ethnicities. So in other words, it's exactly like a food court. It is not exactly like a food court. Uh, okay, but uh, you can stop the argument here. Okay, uh, a Butch from Hilliard, Ohio writes, "Dear hey, idiots, <laughs> uh, move and pick. Toronto has closed." Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Greg uh, looked that up off. Off air and Sorry. sad. I'm sure it was not. to find something. Like it was that. not pandemic proof. It was yeah. very much a buffet style. Thing. Uh, the buff, <laughs> okay, corral that still lives, right? <laughs> well, here in America, yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. It isn't the okay corral. Is it? Golden Corral. Golden, 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 golden Corral. Yeah. 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 The OK Corral. It's OK by me. I'll tell you that. Hey, okay. uh, I'm sorry. Let's yeah. uh, get uh, back to uh, Christy Lee. Um, our last story we had. Um, Jesus riding the Loch Ness monster and people saw. I don't know. That's not what happened. There's, it was, <laughs> not. It's just very new, uh, compelling evidence that uh, Nessie uh, is ripples swimming. in the water and yes. a, a bunch of drunks. You, you know what? I, I saw the, I saw Nessie myself. Did you? Know? <laughs> I, I saw I saw two of them. They're at the pair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a couple of drinks, huh? and I was so you know strolling along there, and I saw and then I look. Nessie, I saw two of them just going up and down and in and out and going all over the place. You got to have two. You got to have two, Josh, because they have to re, they have to reproduce. You've got to have sure, a boy yeah. Nessie oh, and, yeah. and a girl. Yeah. Wait a minute, a boy Nessie would be something else then. A boy well, Nessie, a boy Ness. Yeah, there you go. Uh, sir, we appreciate your bravery in telling us about what. Well, you saw. yeah, you know, I was on, on my way from the pub, I was walking by, and I had a couple of drinks. Yeah, sure, but I saw what I saw. Right? Greg Morton, as directed by Guy Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greg. That's very moving. Uh, we'll return to the news. Would desk. you like me to catch one for you? Yes. <laughs> I could go in there. I could jump in, and I could get one. <laughs> we would love for you to I catch. Could, one. I could with my bare hands. I would get a, 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 a Nessie, and I'll bring it right to you in the Bob and Tom show. <laughs> that would be something. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Christy. What have you got around? Colombia is proposing transferring at least 70 hippopotamuses that live near Pablo Escobar's former ranch to India and Mexico as part of a plan to control their population. Hmm. The hippos, of course, descendants of the four that were imported from Africa <laughs> illegally by the late drug lord in the 1980s. But they have spread far beyond the guy's ranch and um, environmental authorities estimate there are about 130 hippos and their popula- population could reach 400 in eight years if something's not done. Well, so, so instead of just sterilizing hiring, them, why don't they hire hunters and thin the herd to zero? Because these hippos don't need to be killed. 
uh, there's no fault. reason for that. They're mm-hmm. destroying the environment there. They so they're being moved to they're, another environment. They want to move them. So then what's going to happen there? They're moving, moving them to Mexico? That's a great idea. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're going to have them here. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. If they end up in Florida, I think DeSantis will just send them up to Martha's Vineyard. So we'll be okay either way. Okay. <laughs> Sure. Are your whistles at the ready? Here we go. All it was a costly notion. Shipping hippos across the ocean. They flew me on a plane. Though I though I weighed many tonnies. Escobar had lots of monies from trafficking cocaine. Oh, I could tell you things. Oh, if this hippo talked, I'd sing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were guns and guys were there to buy some blow. I could name names. He's dead, right, Pablo? <laughs> Other hippos, they are twerking. But my balls, they aren't working. <laughs> I've been neuterized. <laughs> I came here for vacation. Now I'm looking at castration. Why am I so despised? Try and catch me, you bastards. <laughs> Very nice. Well, they they had actually talked about trying to uh, sterilize the hippos. Right. right. Which has to be tricky. Yeah, you got to <laughs> tranquilize them and then get close to them. And, you know, hippos kill, what, more men than any other animal? More people, I think, yeah. than any other land animal. They're yeah, scary. they are scary. You got to get done. I imagine, I, mean, I assume that the testicles of a hippo are probably... I don't think they have to large. inject them in, th- in the nuts. I think they can just shoot them. Yeah, don't they with just give them a shot? Some kind of gun. They shoot their nuts with a gun. I'd get I, don't think they- I don't think they have to shoot their nuts. <laughs> Do we have to specify? Oh, no. Don't you? If you catch them in the shoulder, it's okay. I think so. I, I shoot them in the nuts. Just the worst. Surely they have a vascular system that can carry. Yeah. No, you got to shoot them in the nuts is what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You want to hit them right in the nuts. You, you want to sure. get left one first, then right one. It's like, in- it's like jumping a car. You got to get the left one well, first. Well, thankfully, we have an expert here about uh, on catching large animals. Now, where do you shoot somebody? If you were going to catch a Nessie, sir, where would you have to shoot? I'll tell you what. Is you what you going to do? You get some rubber underpants. That's what you do. You yeah, put yeah. them on the hippo. Okay. You don't have to go through all that. What are you doing? You might you know, be, be, be reasonable. Be like a human being. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Did you, you know that um, hippopotamus in Greek means horse of the river? Yeah, that's right. River yeah. horse. Wow. Isn't that something? Same guys. That- <laughs> These are the, uh, are these the same guys that. Oh remember the, that? the sailors saw manatees and called the mermaids? Yeah. Well, you got to be horny to go. Hey, you check her out. <laughs> that chicken swim. <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little heavy. A little on the heavy side. Um, yeah, this says this says hippos kill more people than any other animal except for Pablo Escobar. Mm, Funny there animals. you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I did. I, shipping them to another place isn't going to. They should ship them back where they came from. I mean, I, yeah. Why wouldn't I, they ship them to Africa? I don't know. I, Let's all be careful. Yeah. You, sound like, you know, sound bites can be pulled yeah. from from context. You sound like a Missouri governor. The in the that could be editing. Talking about hippopotamuses uh, going back to their natural. I'm going to get caught oh, up. Yes. We're all going to get caught up in this. I know yeah. we are. Oh. We are going to put them on a bus, and we are going to transport them <laughs> to a different state. <laughs> to get a special hippo bus that will go there. Sir, sir. We, no, we need to protect our, 
What, what is it? Sovereignty. Uh, <laughs> Sovereignty. We have, you okay. know, the hippos uh, defecate. The man from Toronto has been hurt. They do a. Uh, <laughs> They do this like helicopter thing with their tails. Yeah, spread swirl it around. That's really something. It's cool. That gets big laughs at the zoo. Whenever you see vi- videos of that, they're all oh, the audience can't get enough. That's the closer at the zoo. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> thought it was the Gallagher-esque. Show's it? over. <laughs> please return your. <laughs> please return your raincoats in oh, aisle seven. Tom, let's oh, actually burn them. Tom, you take uh, your loved ones to the zoo. All right. Sure. Your your uh, and uh, your girlfriend is standing right there watching the hippos. And you're kind of back, maybe taking pictures or something, and the hippo starts that spraying and just covers your girl. <laughs> How hard is it for you to pretend like you didn't think it was funny? Sleep with it again. I would say it's, impo- it's impossible. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the, here's the, here's the. <laughs> they call him change the subject. Oh, yeah. No, I, there's no way I'm going to laugh. <laughs> if I could wager, I think with your loved one, when I was a kid, if I fell, I got the laugh came immediately. You don't, you always go for the funny. You always go for the laugh. <laughs> All right. He knows better in that case. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Christy, what else have you got over there? Ripley's, believe it or not, is in negotiations to purchase the taxidermied bear Can't that inspired it. Elizabeth Banks' latest film, Cocaine Bear. Oh, that thing's still around? Yeah, the 175-pound black bear who consumed 75 pounds of its namesake drug currently on display, Josh, at the souvenir shop known as <laughs> the <What>? Kentucky for <laughs> Kentucky Fun Mall. <laughs> The the bear see the the movies is is uh, they're making a fundamental lie. Wait a minute, this right. is a real bear. It was yeah, a bear, it was. but it, it ate all the cocaine right. and dropped dead. Okay. Ripley said that since the film's release, Kentucky for Kentucky has received multiple offers for the taxidermied bear, ranging from ten thousand dollars to three hundred thousand. In its bid to acquire the bear, Ripley shared a social media video showing other taxidermied animals that would keep cocaine bear company should it find a new home with the museum. That post went viral with 77.5% of Ripley's followers agreeing that cocaine bear is Ripley worthy. Their offer has not been disclosed, so I don't know what they're... I've got to go to this place. It's just outside Lexington, and and here's the bear. He's wearing a hat? <laughs> because he would. And, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah. You can yeah really... There he is. Yeah. And he oh, seems wow. to be uh, rubbing his paws on his gums. Mm. <laughs> they, uh, they, they missed an opportunity. They should have named him uh, Pablo Escobar. Yes. Yeah. 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 Very good. Our hippo story. Uh, this thing, this is one of those things that uh, if they pay a lot of money for this, it'll be worth nothing in about a month oh, sure. when yeah. cocaine bear fever is over. Well, what about an animated version? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> it's snowing Jellystone Park! Hey! <laughs> well, only you can prevent nosebleeds. <laughs> Very nice. Snorty the bear. <laughs> He's got on a wow. backwards hat and a tool t-shirt. <laughs> and they've already announced... Uh, boring knockoffs of this. The boring. meth gator we meth had. Meth alligator. God. Oh, what? no. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then what was the other one? Uh, Crackodile? Uh, <laughs> Crackodile should happen. Crackodile. Yeah. Crackodile would be great. I mean, this is the, what is they, they call this, the elevator pitch? Yeah. For some bored studio head. If you can give them an idea in the simplest words possible so they understand it. 
Oh, here we go. Did you just see Cocaine Bear? Yeah, we're doing a heroin monkey. Okay, great. Here's a billion dollars. Make a, make Junkie a monkey movie. Can we have some superheroes Aww. in it? Junkie monkey sounds really sad. It does. Cocaine Bear sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Junkie monkey's just struggling oh, to get through right. a shift at work. Oh. Uh, get these spiders off me. It's real sad. <laughs> There's a, the third act. They go to a methadone clinic. He's going to figure it all out. But, you know, just oh, you one guys. last fix is all he needs. Yeah. <laughs> the National Wells. Park Service is going viral after tweeting some sage advice for park visitors who encounter bears, as we've been talking about. In the tongue-in-cheek post, the Park Service wrote, quote, If you come across a bear, never push a slower friend down, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. <laughs> That's the old joke. <laughs> right? I don't have to outrun the bear. I can unride you. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> when asked what a park visitor should do if they are with a slower friend, <laughs> the National Park Service replied, Check in on the friendship before you head to the woods. Officials wrote in a follow-up tweet, seeing a bear in the wild is a special treat for any visitor to a national park. While it is an exciting moment, it is important to remember that bears in national parks are wild and can be dangerous. They shared a link to the page that offers serious advice on bear encounters. <laughs> yeah, the unfortunate thing is, so if you're if you encounter a bear, you grab your phone. Wait a minute, let me Google it. <laughs> and you, oh hey, look, they, aren't these guys funny? <laughs> if you come across a bear, never push the slower friend. Not too late. <laughs> Bears have their own thing, though, don't they? What do you mean? Well, the reports were that come out and say that, that if you spot a human, if he's a special treat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 You ever seen a bear in the wild, Greg? Oh, yes, I have. Actually. You have? Yeah, but I was in a car. Okay, yeah. So. Still, though, it must have been pretty yeah, wild. Yeah. I know Tom has on the banks of a... yeah. One time on the banks of the Abitibi River while I was in a canoe. And the second time, this is a little bit less threatening, uh, while on a golf cart (laughs) in Tennessee. (laughs) What? Bear versus golf cart. I'm taking bear every time. Oh, at that farm you stayed at? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, Bears are skin. I can never remember. You're supposed to play dead for one type of bear. You're supposed to try to look big for another type of bear. And if it's a polar bear, you're supposed to kiss your ass goodbye. Right. Yeah. I believe it's uh, black, fight back, brown, lay down, white, good night. Yeah. Because you're dead. <laughs> wow. yes. That sounds but like my so- neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> white, good night. <laughs> nice piece of business there, Greg. Oh, very nice. Uh, so what are you supposed to do if you see a bear? I don't know. He just told you. Do it again. What is it now? Black fight back. Brown lay down. White good night. What about grizzly? Where does that fall? Grizzly, oh, you're gonna you're pizzly dead. your pants. <laughs> no, you're gonna shizzle your pants. Shizzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Try to make friends with them. Give them a rabbit so they can wipe their ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do that. You like that joke, Willie? Hey, does fur? Do you have problems with poop sticking to your fur? You ever hear that? I don't. That's a good joke. Yeah, that's a real good joke. Yeah. Bear in the bear's crapping in the woods next yeah. to a bunny. Right. Uh-huh. The bunny goes, "Do you have problem with uh, poop sticking to your fur?" Bunny goes, "No." Bear picks him up and wipes. His ass. <laughs> that's weird. You've never heard that? No. Was that one of the early Cottonelle commercials? <laughs> it was. But it was eventually pulled. Coming up next on this Thursday morning, little sexy time for you. Allie Breen is on the show. Come on back. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Bob and Tom. 
This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios. How about a little sexy time this morning? Comedian Allie Breen. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. What we got? A song out of you today? Oh, barely. Well, we got a couple. He worked a little harder today than most. <laughs> How dare you? Damning with faint paint. Uh, Frank. Oh. With faint paint? <laughs> you just gave up. I, I don't know. I'm the queen of passive aggressive. I'm just no good. I'm not. Okay, damning with fudge. Yeah. I'm bad at this. Faint praise. Coming Hi, up. Hi, Josh. How um, are you? There's Ace. I'm Chick. Here's Tom. We're going to hook up with uh, comedian Allie Breen in a matter of moments. Where is she today? There we go. Where is she? She's oh, in New York. York. New York City in that ugly painting yep. she has. <laughs> I mean, uh, I love a beautiful apartment. Hey, Allie, we got some news out of Hollywood. I don't know if you heard about this. Ooh, what is it? Uh, about uh, the great actor Robert De Niro. Yeah, he admits he has seven kids. What's So he hasn't oh, admitted that for a while? Well, no, no it kind of came as a surprise. Had, he just had a kid, right? Yeah, Robert De Niro welcomed his seventh child. A representative for the 79-year-old actor confirmed the birth to the Associated Press but offered no other details. De Niro's other six children range in age from 11 to 51. Back in March, his girlfriend was pictured somewhere coming out of a restaurant, and they speculated then that she was pregnant, but nobody had said anything since. Well, you know, De Niro is such a method actor. Mm -hmm. Um, He's doing this because he's going to portray me in a movie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. He wanted to have a lot of kids. uh, When I first moved to New York, I had a roommate who was having an affair with Robert De Niro. That's awesome. Really? Wow. Yep. Did you get to see him or meet him? No, I heard, um, God... This was so long ago. We had an answering machine, and he left one or two messages on the answering machine. Wow! That was the most. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was the end of the. It was a long one. It was like for a few years. It was at the end of it when uh when I met her. Okay. Then no kids though. Wow. No kids. Well, I, I've I just, got all the. I've got all the names of the kids. Did you know? Yeah. Well, well, what, what, uh, Phyllis. Okay. Teddy. Spark. <laughs> Leonard. <laughs> Stig, Stig, <laughs> Paul, and Bob Jr. There's no Stig. Stig. Well, it's his nickname. His, uh, oh. uh, his born uh, Arthur. Well, he's 79, so the good news is they'll, Hardy De Niro. they'll both have the same bedtimes, nap times. <laughs> yeah, laugh di- it up. Di- yeah. Di- yeah. Di- yeah. Laugh it up, Tom. Diaper change times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow! I give you plenty of time to sneak one in. Yeah, you got wow. plenty of time. Oh, that's right. You, you got plenty one, of room in that new house now. Get come one on. past it. Come at her with a turkey baster. Guess <laughs> <laughs> what I got for you? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the turkey baster being squosed. Uh, they call <laughs> Arthur Stig. <laughs> yes, they do. Where'd they get Stig? Uh, it's just not. Bob was uh, working on. Uh, Isn't Stig a nickname of someone in English rock? <laughs> He was uh, with Bob, or is Bob, that is that from Spinal Tap? Bob was working on uh, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Okay, <laughs> one of the assistant uh, directors. Yeah, but guys, we have Allie on the phone. Yeah, yeah sorry, <laughs> I could care less. And another thing, Allie, um, uh, what do we have letter-wise? Dear Allie, I just started dating a guy who I really like. He's always picking up in his car, but he also has a truck. He brought it over because he was going to help me pick up a dresser and move it to my friend's house. Oh. And I kid you not, he has truck nuts on the truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy's a comedic genius. <laughs> Clearly some sort of sophisticate. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a humor. Oh, boy. I think what it, would you do? It's Oof. Maybe at work. It's funny. Why not? 
So does, is she just she want to know? Hey, should I even bother with this dude? <laughs> Pretty much, I think so. I think she's asking if that's a deal breaker. <laughs> it's, well, we can't answer that for you. You got to decide if truck nuts are your thing or not. <laughs> maybe one of his. It could be like one of his buddies gave him to as him a as a present. Yeah. And he's got to keep him there to. You know, drink. truck nuts aren't for everybody. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're not. I'm saying. Hmm, boy, she don't like, if she don't They're like, a statement piece. If she don't like truck nuts, she don't like these nuts. Well, that's what I always say. Get her, get out of here. <laughs> Maybe she should give him that ultimatum. Take off the truck nuts, or I'm not going to do nothing with those nuts. <laughs> what? Yeah. Allie goes into a character. Uh, yeah, so a refined. Wow. Yeah. doing a character. She's a refined right. New Yorker. All right. I think if she likes the guy, just give him a chance. If that's the only thing. Yeah, all, seriously. Come on. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and tease him about him. Yeah. What if he's hung like a show pony? You gotta yeah. Uh, yeah. give him a chance. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um. By the way, the the most famous Stig I just looked up, <laughs> Stig Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Who's that? Who was he's Stig in a, well, He was in ABBA, right? He's the manager of ABBA. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. There he's you go. The I knew. I knew that I'd seen Stig sure. somewhere. That has sure. to be a Swedish name, like Steve, yeah. there, right? Stig. Well, Stig. Stig Anderson is uh, oftentimes uh, <laughs> <laughs> the nickname for Arthur. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Allie, what else do you have, please? <laughs> Didn't remember Sarah Palin? Didn't she have a son named like Twig or something? Trig, it was pretty close. Trig, tr- oh, Trig, okay. Trig, like trigonometry. No, it was trig. like trigger trig. on a shotgun. I'm sure. Yeah, I think it yeah. was actually. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, okay, dear Allie, I have been dating a guy from seeking arrangements for about a year. He's married, so I see him maybe two weekends a month. Okay, t- uh, Tom. Recently- oh, I'm so sorry, real oh. quick, Allie. Seeking, seeking arrangements, arrangements is a website where a woman can go on there. Right. And essentially find either a married man, uh, find a sugar daddy. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right. That's exactly it. Okay, he's married, so I see him maybe two weekends a month. He recently found out that I've occasionally been dating other guys from the site, and he lost his mind. Isn't it crazy that a married man would demand loyalty, or am I the one who's out of line? Uh, you're you're a little bit out of line because, from what I understand, he's paying you, right? Those guys. Yeah. Don't don't want the um oh boy, I don't know. They, they don't want you double dipping. Yeah. They want like a true side. Right. And yes. Thing that's- but you're also right that is slightly odd and hypocritical that he would have uh <laughs> <You> <laughs> think- that there's a code of ethics. <laughs> yeah. When- this is so, honor honor among thieves. You're both yeah, exactly. You're both kind of uh, mess, uh, you know, wrong here. But uh, I know a guy that does seeking arrangements and just swears by it, loves it. What is now? Explain this to really? me. It's not for me, but it's uh, uh, he. It, his, it's his thing, man. He goes on there, and women will say, "Hey, uh, like you know, he might find an attractive uh, girl," and she says, "If you pay for my rent, I'll uh, you know occasionally be your girlfriend." And that's the that's what they do. I so does a- he see one person at a time, yeah. or just like a bunch of okay? Yeah. Doesn't I, this also have the potential to backfire like the Tiger Woods thing where she signs off and then suddenly emerges? Yeah, I guess everything. I think this probably backfires more for the guy. Uh, she's not giving, she's not uh, doing everything. Reciprocating. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend whose daughter is on Seeking Arrangements and she's had the same sugar daddy for years. Yeah. But he's quite a bit older mm-hmm. and he likes taking her out to dinner exactly. and showing her off and... She insists she's never had sex with him. Yeah, some are sexual relationships, yeah. some are not. Oh, right. 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 Okay. And people usually say, they'll come out and be like, this is, I met on Seeking Arrangements. It's not like a, 
There's no taboo. It's just like there, a normal thing. Not really. Maybe yeah. for some there is. But. I would have assumed it was a flower thing. Seeking arrangement. Oh. <laughs> flower. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, they deliver flowers to your house and they hide them. You have to find them. <laughs> yeah. That was around Easter. Yeah. Okay. Is there such a thing as like a Splenda daddy or an equal daddy instead of a sugar daddy in case you're trying to cut, cut back? A little less. <laughs> a little for the older gen that doesn't. They'll take you to Olive Garden. Uh, Allie Breen is our guest. You can reach her A-L-L-I-B-R-E-E-N. Let's do another letter. Yes. Go ahead. Dear Allie, my boyfriend has gotten really close with some of my friends, which I really thought was nice. Uh-oh. But then last time we got into a fight, he was confiding in one of his friends about in one of my friends about what happened. Shouldn't he be calling his own friends? And shouldn't my friends be on my side and stay loyal to me? This is infuriating. Well, wait a minute. Maybe he talked to your friends because they're girls and he wants some insight. And, you know, what what do you think about this? And without causing more of an argument was just trying to find out what you might think i don't know rather than talking to his friends about it because guys and girls obviously don't communicate the same way so it could have been a positive thing do you understand what i'm saying i do yeah Yeah, totally i don't i do him a favor and break up with him (laughs) you you, you sound like a lot of work send him off with some truck nuts and uh... he can go he can go do a teabag of Mini Cooper. If you're yeah, worried, seek other arrangements. <laughs> if you're worried about this situation, you're going to overthink he almost should, uh, everything. And he, I, don't. he should be blindly loyal to me at all times. That's uh, and my friends, not even my friends, my friends. Yeah, yeah, that's not. You're unreasonable. No, that's that's silly. <laughs> she should not be upset about that. Don't you have a song, Pat? I hate her friends. I do. Okay, yeah, just probably shouldn't play. Yeah, that unless he was calling and like complaining about her, I guess there would be a point. If he was like, "Can you believe that she?" But if he was calling to try to help and get insight, there's a I good chance mind. he was. Hey, you know her well. What right, can I do to make exactly. this better? Yeah. yeah. Fast forward to yeah. well, I asked your friend, and then we started kissing, and yeah. oh yes, <laughs> the next thing I knew, I'm pregnant. She's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. Let's get our next letter, Allie. Dear Allie, I'm five years older than my boyfriend, and when we're out in public, he jokes about it a lot. Like, someone called me young lady the other day, and he looked around exaggeratedly and said, I don't see any young ladies here, oh. do you? Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. She's five years older than he is? Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Oh, God. That's funny. I don't even That's know. That's not funny. It's <laughs> kind of odd. Break up with him. He's a dick. Yeah, I don't even get bothered by it, but it makes everyone else uncomfortable. I've tried to explain this to him. He just thinks he's being funny. What do I do? Yeah, we got one of those. It it says anything of shock value and that... Oh, sorry. (laughs) I like to lob conversational grenades every now and again. Whoops. Hmm. Yeah, if you've told him you don't like it and he continues to do it, then that's... you got to... Either get out or yeah, that's you, you right. know he calls her grandma every now and then. Uh, oh, the old ball and chain, no. maybe. Just like put that. him in timeout. Five dollars. Yeah, right. <laughs> My old yeah. lady. If I do this, will you give me a quarter? Yeah. yeah. Maybe she should do that to him. Be like, hey, this is my fetus boyfriend over here. Uh, unless he'd be five years complimented. Is that. Yeah, five years is, yeah. is five nothing. Years is nothing. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. make it. There's like no. That, that's right. Not, yeah. that's, that's it's not even worth them joking. No, it isn't. Same age. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Ten years is nothing. Yeah. yeah. You better do it, right, before you, do it before you get too old and you dump shit. Coming up next hour on the Bob and Tom Show, we'll have more with uh, comedian Greg Morton on the show. So come on back for that. In the meantime, coming up next, Gingham.
and too much cowbell. Next on the Bob and Tom Show. I got a gal with just one eye. <laughs> yeah. No depth of field, but sweet as pie. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't carry on. If a vision isn't stereo. <laughs> <laughs> to me she'll always be the tops My sweet little psychologist She's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love She's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love <laughs> Now you might wonder what she's thinking Cause it looks like she's winking <laughs> In arguments I yell and cry But you just can't see the other side <laughs> It's worse than it looks, says her mother Cause she's blind in one eye, blonde in the other Well, she's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love She's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love Now how it happens, she just won't spill Was it Scissor Sprint or William Tell? <laughs> Well, the eye got put out and was never found Gone to take a look around <laughs> My Columbo cutie, pop-pop punkin <laughs> Sammy Jr., Sandy Duncan Oh, she's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love She's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love She's the one I, one I, one I She's the one I, one I love Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on a Thursday morning. This is Christopher speaking. Hope you're having a nice one here. This segment uh, features a little bit uh, too much cowbell. Let's get back to the action. Jess Hooker is here. Hello. Resplendent in green gigam. Gigam, 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 gigam. There's Ace Cosby. <laughs> yeah, gigam is what you do to the gig-em. fish, right? Uh, frogs. Frogs. Frogs? You gig yeah, frogs, you gig, gig fish? You gig, yeah, gig fish. Digum is what... Uh, digum. I can dig sugar it. Sugar snaps. Yeah, sugar yeah. snacks. I yeah. can dig it. There's Willie Griswold. I can, I can dig, dig it. it. She can dig it. He can dig it. <laughs> <laughs> they can... <laughs> Who knows what happens now? Hey, Ace is going to kick Ace took ass. the time to turn the mic on. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. That's not going to happen no, on my no. watch. I'm chicken here. <laughs> stand by for grazing in the grass. Uh, gingham, is that the pattern or the fabric? I thought we t- discussed this before. 
We may have discussed yes. before, but I've forgotten. I remember, <laughs> yeah. remember who I, I, I am. It. What's the pattern? Uh, plain weave cotton fabric, usually striped or checked. Oh. Okay. And cool. a cotton fabric, usually woven of two colored yarns in a checked or striped design. Mm. Oh, I can dig it. Can you dig it, baby? Are those friends of yours, Tom? Friends of distinction. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great song, and then oh, you know. You know what you have to do? Put words in there. Look, the first version, the instrumental, is it's too cowbell heavy. No! It really is. Hugh Massacre. Well, I hate the cowbell bit. I'm down. I know, I know that. Officially. I know that. As Ace would say, no, no. <laughs> no. 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 More a cowbell. Okay, yeah. Christopher Walken. Uh, but the, <laughs> that song is just simply too cowbell heavy. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, well, this, are you, you're talking about uh, the Hugh Masekela version of yeah. it, like? No, the Lenny Kravitz version. Yes. Listen, no, that's see, that, Knock it off. That's because he's doing it. No, no. That's, okay, that was a real knock it off, by the way. <laughs> well, uh, my really, point wasn't even made because Chick was... Uh, Bowling China shot. Stop, smash, crash, bang. Hey, who wants to go with Williams and Sonoma with it? Oh, boy. Less cowbell is what you're saying. Yeah, can you play it again, that uh, first um, part there? Uh, this is, uh, this yeah. is Grazing in the cra- Grass. <laughs> in you the said grass. the wrong word. <laughs> grazing in my ass, okay? <laughs> Here we go. Hugh Masakela. Don't touch that bell. <laughs> well, that is a lot. Hey, stop it. <laughs> he thinks he's killing it, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's just too much. much. You're right. Remember, he's, of course, he played at uh, Monterey. Yeah. Monterey Pop Festival? Please. Please, no. no. Yes. No. Please. No. He's, he's mentioned in the great Aaron, Eric Burden song, no. Down in Monterey. Down mm-hmm. in, even the Coptic, down in flat singing. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, you must go ahead, go ahead, play down in Monterey. It's the worst vocalist in the history of the world. It's awful. It's a great song. Eric Burden is wonderful. but He's the guy that did Spill the Wine. Oh, yeah, I love that song. Spill the Wine. Yeah. Dick that girl. Dick that girl. I don't think she said dick. Did she say dick that girl? No. Dig. Dig that girl. Dig that girl. Dad. We are says dick that girl. <laughs> Sorry about hey, that. Hey, you gonna dick that girl? <laughs> Can you imagine? That's how one of your buddies referred. Hey, is this a new girl? I is. assume he's not saying girl. By the way, <laughs> here it is. That's my favorite part. Isn't he? Is he saying? No, no he, he talks for a long time. No, no, no. But I mean, what? What's he saying? Take that girl. Spill the wine. We take looked it up girl. once, and it, the, the lyrics were bizarre. It could be real s- weird. Spill, <laughs> real spill the wine, like. tilt a whirl, perhaps. It's dig that pearl. Oh, dig that pearl. Oh, that yeah. pearl is it? Reference to. <laughs> we lost. Oh, we gotta get that speaker I, I, I fixed. We lost it. Eddie. <laughs> I was once out strolling one very hot summer's day. I was day. once out strolling this is one you very like? hot summer's day. When I thought, when I thought I'd lay myself down to rest, he's high to rest in a big 
field of tall grass. He's got got the band War behind him, so it's kind of a nice groove. It's hard to make a mistake with him. You're telling me you don't like a rock star going, are you ready, let's party, but you like a guy reading his weird poetry before the song? I didn't say that. Yes, I do. Now, I didn't Hugh, say that, Willie. Hugh Masekela is the I guy that does. I noticed Chick was lying every time you. The, this is the grazing in the grass for you. Um, this is for you, Jess. Thanks, you're, you're paying attention. Okay. <laughs> that is not that me. Is way too much cowbell. And Mr. Masekela, a trumpet player. Maybe a flugelhorn. I can't tell. Oh. See now. Now he played at Monterey, and he's mentioned in that great song by Eric Burden. You Masekela's music was black as night. This is awful. They should they should find That's all the copies on. of that and erase it. No, it's a great it's song. So no, bad. Tom. The festival was great. <laughs> a dated, Everybody great said Tom. <laughs> It's a great song. In your mind. Now, now let, you like that, but you won't listen to the Miracle song we were listening to earlier? I hate that song That's and everyone nuts. who played on it. <laughs> that hot chocolate. Oh, God. This is... The guitar's awful. I don't know about that. Shake those shoulders with me, Tom. Hey, Let's go. You get up and dance to this? You can't dance to that. Yeah. Yeah. I was strolling one day. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, it, uh, the horrible use of violins. God, those session players should have their arms cut off. Al was right, though, because I think the guy wrote that song thinking he'd be super sexy, but now it's just used to sell, like, chili roasted almonds or whatever it is. Flowers. But it's still fun. Oh, but it's snow. When was the last time you were at a wedding reception and danced to that? Music was black as a night. That's a car horn. Why car horn? There you go. That's why I like it. Jeez. That's nice. You masochist. That's good stuff. We're trying to educate Jess. Thanks, Eric. We're not going to get one better now. Let's go. try another one. Okay. Christy Lee is at the news desk. Now, there's a wedding story here I thought I'd feed you because you have just gotten married yeah i did but i didn't have a signature cocktail and apparently that's the latest wedding trend wedding planning website the knot notes the practice of serving signature cocktails is one of the few trends that is staying power according to a survey conducted by the site 40 percent of couples had a signature cocktail at their wedding in 2020 don't brides get enough i want my own drink too (laughs) actually i think it's a cost-saving measure you just have the the ingredients different options yeah you have two different yeah you have the ingredients for that drink it's about making everything about them couples choose to feature a classic (laughs) cocktail they enjoy together or as jess mentioned offers guests the option of two different cocktails each representing one half of the couple they also partner sometimes with a bartender or craft their own cocktail recipe. They craft their recipes. Craft. What? Oh, I'm sorry. To serve at their wedding. I, this just happened. I just I attended a wedding and they had craft cocktails. So one for what the they, bride, one for the mm-hmm. groom. Yeah. What they call them? I don't remember. I knew you were going to ask me that. I can't remember. I think they uh, the, Was brown, it like- the the groom had a brown Russian. <laughs> what vodka and prune juice? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> No, nope. <laughs> that wedding? is silly. Christy, was it stuff like the gin and tonic? Maybe. Yeah, yeah it was oh. like their classic. Yeah. Co- yeah, their classic cocktail. Oh. Was it, a, was it oh. free or was it? A, 
was it a cash bar? No, it was bar? a free. It was free. Oh. Rock the cash bar. Rock, Rock the, the cash, cash bar. bar. So you don't, don't like, like it. it. The father doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Have you been to a wedding recently well, where there was a cash bar? Someone I know bar? just went to a wedding, and it was a uh, destination wedding yeah. involving, uh, you know, Quite a bit of uh, gasoline, et cetera, et cetera, and it was a it was a cash bar. Nice. Yes, that'll be reflected in your gift. Whoa! <laughs> you can have a drink called uh, Marriage on the Rocks. <laughs> I think it's fun stuff. It's the gin and tonic. It's the Dan yeah. Hatton. It's just yeah, silly little sure. puns, and people oh. got to have their drinks. I like mm-hmm. the Dan Hatton. I oh, would no, throw it right in Dan's face. <laughs> Dan Hatton. Oh, is this something? <laughs> you could have done. Um, you could have done uh, a Christy Teeny. Oh. Yeah, I could have. Yeah, I would have done a French seventy-five or something. Of course, I'll do you French seventy-five. <laughs> you do the sixty-nine, like I thought. Yeah, That's right. Patrick, hey, the sniper from What'd him. Joseph Patrick, would you call it Pat? Pat? Pat said, "You do the sixty-nine, like I taught you." <laughs> you said you wanted to punch. Sort of, is, is that the groomer? Is that the Little Red Riding Hood joke? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to eat me like the book said. <laughs> she said she yes, wanted, she wanted a French. 75. They're very what, popular. What, they what are is, very popular. What is that right drink? Um, it's usually gin, simple syrup, um, prosecco, and. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm out. I try. I try that. What is? Why is it I prefer 75? it with elderflower. Oh, so it's okay. usually seventy-seven. The older flowers are tastier. <laughs> why is it called French seventy-five? I don't know. Do, do, came from France. <laughs> 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 so I guess French, 30, French 39 would come with a white flag yeah. and a cigarette. We have another segment with comedian Maria Bamford coming up next. It's a funny one. You want to come back for that? This is the Bob and Tom Show. This song's about credit cards. What's in your wallet? You know what I'm saying?
see the twist the next then I get respect when I whip it out Make a scene We it all around The little magnet is gonna make them flip so I know it This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back on a Thursday morning. This is Christopher speaking. How about a couple of lovely comedians in studio? Comedian Maria Bamford and Jackie Cashian. Pat Godwin is the man hey. with the guitar over there. We haven't heard much music from him. Well, we, we have two great guests. I don't think we get a song out of you. Uh, I heard during the break Jackie say she hates music, which is weird. Um, let's see now. Um, she loves to dance. She's having a giant problem with that. I can tell you that right now. She didn't say she hated music. She said she's. I did. I don't know anything about it. I, you know, I have a podcast called The Dork Forest, and I just recorded one about Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And it, uh, guess what I learned? Stevie Nicks was in Fleetwood Mac. Did you guys know that? You didn't know that? Not offhand. Yeah. No. But you know wow. what? That, you know what I'm here for? I'm 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 here to take the bullet for everybody who didn't know that and then oh. needed to learn that. Yes. Because uh-huh. I was like, oh, is Stevie Nicks in Fleetwood Mac? And then there was a pause, and the person I was interviewing who loves Stevie Nicks uh, and Fleetwood Mac, that's their dorkdom. It's right. the dork forest. Uh-huh. She was like, what? You don't know that? And I was like, no, just tell me. There's no reason. Can you name Can you name two Rolling Stones? Uh Yes, yes, I can. Come on, uh, uh, Keith Richards. Yes, yeah. and Mick Jagger. Yay! Very good. Jagger, yeah. Can you name all four Beatles? Um, oh. Brian. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> that, was the manager. that was the manager. There we go. That's okay. <laughs> it's uh, they were in Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, the Can Beatles name, were in Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, for a bit. Yeah. Can you name the brothers that are the that are on the Beach Boys? The Jonas Brothers. Yep. <laughs> okay. So Neil yeah. Jonas, Nick Jonas, Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby Jonas. Kevin. Uh, no, it's uh, our good Jonah? friend. Our good no, friend. Nobody the, wants uh, to talk Jonas. to me about Harry Chapin, do they? No, do. nobody does. Do you? I look. I do. Jump, oh, in, jump into the fire. I'll talk about that. We happen to. Uh, we happen to know a, a huge Harry Chapin fan, right? Absolutely. Sitting right here. Thirty thousand pounds of bananas. Do you know it? I do. I do know it. Do not. I do so. Make of car he died in. Uh, oh, <laughs> the, a Lincoln Town car. Nope. Don't know. It's a Volkswagen, sorry. All right. Oh, boy. Uh, How did you know that? Huh? There's a lot of fun facts flying around here. I got a lot and of random And he didn't even look facts. it up. He just knew it. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'd ask yeah. him about Art Garfunkel. Oh, oh no. Please don't. <laughs> you know Art Garfunkel? Simon and Garfunkel, oh. right? Do you know Garf- Garfunkel and Oates? Do you know those? Sure. Yeah. 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 They've been in here. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. so now, good times. Uh, you guys are friends. Uh, We're Jackie, friends. Jackie Cation, Maria Bamford. Uh, do you do you do an impression, Jackie, of your friend Maria? I don't. I do an impression of Maria Maria's mom. Oh, because what I have is I can do impressions of other people doing impressions. Oh, I cannot do impressions of actual people. <laughs> okay. I can only go. Here's my impression of Maria's mom. Maria, it's. There's oils. I know you don't want to believe me, but there's oils. <laughs> and it's more just the timing than anything. It's a, do you remember when she said yes, that to you? Yes, yes. 
Honey, don't put your skin on the quilt because you th- there's oils. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't want to believe put, me. You don't want to believe me, but there's this. You need to put your, the sheet between your skin and the quilt. There is that mom gene. Oh. That, like, I know you don't want to believe. Want to believe me? Does your um, Does your mother enjoy your impression of her? Does she find it accurate or humorous uh, or I, annoying? I think now that you know sometimes it gets her a bump up when she's at a, a Hampton Inn maybe she's at a uh, you know an extra granola bar or something you know uh, hot cookie yeah, yeah. Hot, hot cookie cookies, at a double yeah. tree you yeah, know you yeah. know um, that yeah that she's she's and she, I although I did have to ask her specifically to say this she does say on a regular basis I'm very proud of you I try not to give her line readings but I uh, <laughs> sure, a little sure. slower more up up at the end yeah I am very proud of you. <laughs> That's it, Marilyn. Uh, Maria Bamford, you are you're also like a kind of a voice artist. You do a little, some TV yes, stuff. Yes, yeah, I do a few a few voices did, anywhere. Did, though. Ever that been asked to audition for something you you couldn't get get couldn't figure out how to do it? Oh, for sure, all uh, the time. Yes, all the time. Yeah, I just uh, I, I I only I probably do about six <laughs> different voices, uh, and then uh, yeah, I'm not I don't really I, I'm not very good at doing the celebrity impersonations that type of thing, uh, but um, I, I'm I'm always willing to try. Uh, Have they asked uh, you to maybe give a shot at like June foray, like the Rocky Squirrel or anything? Oh no, no. I, I but there are people who are genuinely, you know, gifted. I think at that at that that uh, type recreating of, uh, recreating Mimic, Mimic, yeah. characters, and I that is that has not been my gift. Out of sloth or lack of talent, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> How could we know? <laughs> now, on uh, Maria's show, she had there was an episode uh, on Lady Dynamite yes. where um, the, uh, her uh, uh, she had a boyfriend who fell in love with uh, uh, Diane. Yeah, yeah, just the the voice I use all the you know if I use this all the time, what kind of people would I meet? <laughs> <laughs> And who would be, con- you know, who would be drawn in? <laughs> and wouldn't everyone? Yes, the whole episode is him just, you know, and then I finally admit to him that, you know, this is my voice. And he's, you know. He's gone. He's so <laughs> Don't let the door hit you. Yeah, 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 so, oh well. Does your husband ever ask you to not do a voice around him? Or uh, do, do you ever f- fall into them as a joke? Uh, well, so, uh, yeah, sometimes I, I know I... Uh, uh, I will joke about stuff that it's like, oh, uh, hey, I wish you <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Uh, yeah, my mother just died. Uh, please stop. Too dark. Um, but um, um, yeah, no, he he's he's a good he's a good sport. Um, for the, uh, yeah, okay, so, so far it's. You'd have to ask him. I think that is okay. Okay, we we we, we, we will if we have a chance. We have a couple quick news stories I wanted to get out of Christy Lee. Yeah, we were talking the other day about the the Hummer. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the vehicle. Sorry, the Humvee. Yeah, yeah. The, the, because oh, not the oral. Not the, no, no. Sorry, no. please. Oh, don't get dirty. Please. No, no. Not please. in front of guests. Okay. Welcome now, um, to 1997. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I made this this point. There was a time in which every radio station. I think it's blowy now. But had to have a had to have a had to have a had to have a Humvee. Whatever you sure. Called. Yeah, they were the. And then oh. uh, then there was that period of time where every radio station had to have that giant boombox that drove around town. Yeah. And I just saw one of those not too long ago, and it's I think that. People of a certain age are going, what the hell is that? Oh, it's a giant boombox. What's a boombox? Yeah. They've been gone for so long. Maybe they should just drive around giant earbuds. 
Uh, but uh, uh, this is a story about the Hummer. Yeah, it's General back. Motors is bringing the Hummer back, but this time, ladies and gentlemen, it will be electric. Oh. GM announced it'll start selling a battery-powered Hummer pickup truck in September of 2021. Hmm. The battery will generate the equivalent of 1,000 horsepower, will able uh, be able to go from 0 to 60 in 3 seconds, and will produce 11,500 foot foot, feet, pounds of torque. Part of the new Hummer will be shown in a 30-second ad, though, featuring LeBron James during the Super Bowl, and the truck will officially be unveiled May 20th. And will it just drive for 30 seconds and then need to be recharged? I don't know the answer. Fair okay. question. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. just the name, the electric Hummer, sounds like a, a, a dance in the bathroom at the like Studio what? 54 <laughs> in the men's room about 1977. I thought it was Pat's song, Electric Hummer. Oh, it's, a, it's an underrated uh, Robert Redford film, isn't it? The Electric oh, Hummer. Yeah. Jane Fonda. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> the Electric Horse. He wears a suit and it's uh, lighted. Yeah. Electric Hummer also sounds like something you'd have to buy online discreetly. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Lilo. There's nothing r- r- wrong with getting personal pleasure. <laughs> Now, now say it as your mother. Well, oh. that's, that's private. Yeah. Tom, Please. you know, and, oh and you know, and I want to tell you that we do have an excellent sex life. <laughs> My husband, you know, I'm 76, he's 79, and there is nothing that we can't do. And we, it's so, sex is so important. <laughs> Certainly is. Yeah, really. What does Diane think? <laughs> oh, God, I am so sexual. I'm just such a sexual person. I can't. It's almost like my body is, is an organ. <laughs> you know what that's okay. like? You know, I, it's like a jukebox. Uh, it's it's lovely. You know, I just, I, you know, some people say, you know, when are you not on? <laughs> natural extrovert. Yeah. Uh, by the way, for those of you that are listening yeah. and not seeing, that's all coming from Maria. That's disturbing. Yeah. It's so scary. That sounds like a different It is person. a delight. You're right, Jackie. Okay, so both you guys, if I'm getting this if I'm getting it right, you both found your the the the, the person you're married to online. Yes. The and interwebs. You, and, and you both, it began with some kind of exchange, either on the phone or internet. Then it was coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. You know, so you said you did, what, 70 coffee trips oh, or something? probably, yeah, coffee over trips. the years. I mean, I, I, and then I had different, you know, relationships over time. But I think, uh, yeah. Do you, do, my question is, do you judge them by their coffee order right away? Is there is there some kind of a, oh. I tended to like the... <laughs> No, uh, no, I, I just, my, my uh, needs are just somebody who's, who's down, you know, down for the count. You just want somebody who's like, uh, do you want to be in a long-term relationship? Is that right? You're, you want to work it out no matter what? Yeah, all right. Let's <laughs> Whatever coffee you drink or... You didn't like it if you're a cappuccino guy, I'm out. Yeah, no. You order Sanka, no. I'm leaving. No. Andy Ashcraft doesn't even drink coffee. Oh, well. So well, your husband, your date, how did you then? meet him then if you didn't go out for coffee? We went out for breakfast. Oh. He's breakfast people. Sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not made of stone. <laughs> <laughs> he likes a fresh squeezed orange juice. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> Breakfast date. All right. Wow. It was a breakfast date. Yeah. yeah. It was. Uh, he was. He was smart. 
Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I, I, I think uh, Jack and I are both just. Uh, I'm not picky. I just want somebody who's around. Right. I decided to let someone be nice to me. Yeah, that's what I did. It's, it is important. That's a big step. Yes, it is a big is step, a especially big step. in stand-up comedy. Yes. Where yeah. you're just like, oh, he was so funny, but what a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's right. How about how he can be funny and not mean? How about right, that? Right. And uh, <laughs> it's possible. Very, very good. This is fascinating. Um, now, do we we have a couple more stories? What would you like judge? You to? judge their smell right away, right? <laughs> yeah, Probably a thing. shirt. I would never be. I would be. Could never under any circumstances have gone on an internet date. Never. No, no. I think that's why you're so fascinated by it because yeah. you, you yourself are I not would, doing I it. Would, it is I, rough. How did you meet your, your wife? Uh, <laughs> well, first of all, long story. Yet. Uh, <laughs> no, but well, I mean, as far they, as we know, they're not I could. I just. Yeah. You know, what if you show up and they, you know, the, the, they've got like some horrible odor, or they. <laughs> Then you excuse yourself and say, yeah, this has been nice, but... No, I don't. In I polite society. feeling well. Yeah, there are yeah. ways to, right. to get out of it's it. Okay. It's all good. You know, I, I I think I had one. It was a guy was an evangelical Christian slash bodybuilder. And we met, like, in the first... And it, it was actually a blind date. Somebody had set, uh, set us up. And I was... It was just so uncomfortable. I was just like, I think... I think we both gotta go. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, and you just hightail it. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. get yourself a treat at Seven Eleven. Yeah, uh, treat yourself right. Yeah, yeah. You've, yeah, you've done you've done a good job. By you get yourself up. a Slurpee. You go. Yeah, you get a nerd's rope. <laughs> you left yeah. the house. <laughs> a Slurpee. Yeah, at Seven Eleven. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That's your. That's the kind of treat you'd go grab at a Seven Eleven. Sure, of course. Sure. I, sure. I like a small packet of donuts. What What's everyone eating at the Seven <laughs> yeah. Eleven? What's I'm everyone not, going for? Uh, I'm not getting the eggs. No. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. I have a friend who gets the eggs. Oh. Wow. I, I like the salads, the chicken salad, the ham salad. Oh, really? The yes. Wow, sure. gutsy stuff. Yeah, I know. It sounds like salmon. I'm out there. there. Yeah. I'm I like the donuts, too. Do you go chocolate or powdered sugar or the crunch type? Uh, chocolate. Powdered okay, sugar, yeah. there's too too many witnesses. The, uh, yeah, you're exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't eat anything from places Of course like you that. don't. Oh. What's the last yeah. time you had a You know what? It just dawned on me. You sound like the male version. Of Diane. I find you so fascinating. Well, Diane, Diane I, I really don't want to sleep. No, 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 it's not about that. This is about business. I love business. I have pens. I don't know what's happening here. Um, uh, we're having fun. That's what's We're hanging out with Maria Bamford. Now, um, Christy and I are having a slight argument. Um, About what? Is it uh, is Diane or is it Diana, the lady that you... Uh, Diane. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Diana seems met. too... Yeah, Diana seems too pretentious. Oh, guess. my God. Yeah. No, I'm definitely but a Diane. But you think it sounds... <laughs> she sounds like Delilah. No, Delilah's oh, a different voice. No, Delilah. I mean, she's a wonderful... What I do is I'm an executive. Um, I, I work for my own company... Mm-hmm. What I'm doing, I work out of Los Angeles, and oh, oh, um, I provide services uh, to celebrities. What I do is I witness people in their own homes. Yes. Um, I just watch them. Um, so, you know, and I, I can do whatever you need, whether that's a full eye contact or half-mast, or, oh. you know, I can look at you like Madonna and Child, that kind of thing. Oh, whatever sure. I can do, just, people need to be paid attention to, and that's what I'm here that's what I'm here for. It's so good to be seen. Are you creating a gig economy where I, I am? Because I would, I'm, I, I can do a real good side eye. Yeah. Oh so my. Maybe I could oh be the hey. one. Yeah. Oh. 
Jackie, it takes a tremendous amount of training. <laughs> <laughs> Certification possible? Certification possible? Uh, have you heard of community college? <laughs> it's so beneath you, it's hard to say, isn't it? Yes. Yet another segment on this Thursday morning with comedian Greg Morton coming up next and Jeff Oske in studio. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show for a Thursday morning. This is Christopher speaking. The gang is back in here live in the studio on Monday morning. So be around for that for sure. Right now, another segment with Greg Morton and Jeff Oske in studio. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Christopher with our special guest. He is comedian Greg Morton. Good morning. Veteran of... Uh, um, uh, A-G-T, America's Got Talent. <laughs> Very funny guy. Um, <laughs> Tom. Uh, we have a treat for you coming up, as a matter of fact, Greg. A couple of them. Really? Uh, one of them involves A-C-E. <laughs> Mr. Ace Cosby over there. Oh, oh Lord, so how look, embarrassing. Look forward to that. But, uh, <laughs> right now, it's Jeff O-S-K, Jeff Oske. <laughs> With news we failed to mention. Jeff, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, everybody. How are you guys doing? Good. Wonderful yeah. now that you're here. Uh, Tom, I should, probably should have ran this by you before. I, I, I want to do something different uh, today. I, I have to be honest. Lately, I feel like I've been a little off lately. Not just here at my job, but in life. Huh. Like something's missing. Then the other day, it dawned on me, I think I might be on the brink of a midlife crisis. Okay. Mm. I turned 50 this year. I don't feel 50. My bank account looks like that of a 12-year-old that saved his birthday money for the past <laughs> years. Um, I, and I've already kind of started the midlife crisis starter pack. I recently got some Ray-Ban sunglasses nice. and some Sperry Topsiders. And so I'm on the road to midlife crisis. I'm just not sure which avenue to take from here. Okay. So I was hoping you guys uh, could help me. I could run through through a few different scenarios, you guys could weigh in, help me guide to which avenue I should uh, take Good. my midlife crisis okay. down. Right. Uh, uh, here's one of my ideas. I could start brewing craft beer out of my mini barn for, <laughs> for dogs. <laughs> and I could give them all stupid craft beer names like Puppy Pilsner and Doggy Style Stout and Lick Your Crotch Cream Ale. And, and of course, the, the most popular German beer for dogs, Warsteiner Weinerreimer. <laughs> those are going to sell. You're, you're going to have a big bank account. That's a great idea. Another option uh, for my midlife crisis, I could cheat on my lady with a woman half my age. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll be honest, though, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> Having to go to Harry Styles concerts, help her shoot TikToks at the Walmart checkout. <laughs> Having to listen to her drone on about the Kundalini yoga class she teaches to three middle-aged women every Tuesday and Thursday out of an abandoned TCBY. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> Another option, I could buy a drone. Okay. Yeah. I could be a drone guy. Uh, though, 
I, I really see nothing but problem. Like, because I'd probably perv with it. Like, not at first. <laughs> like, at first, I'd just be flying around enjoying it. And then one day, I would come across a lady sunning herself naked in her backyard. <laughs> and then I would have my drone there every day. <laughs> for Well, until her husband shot it out of the sky. Or the police came and arrested me. So maybe maybe I'll pass on that. Okay. Um, another option, I could take up polo. Oh. Huh. I, I love croquet and I love horses. <laughs> Why not polo? Uh, sure. Bob and Tom could sponsor my horse. Christy, you could don a big hat. Yeah. Come dressed as Julia Roberts to uh, cheer me on. <laughs> on the weekend, Tom would force me to give Finn pony rides throughout their new house. <laughs> take me to the West Wing. <laughs> <laughs> Another option, and I know this is cliche, get a cool car. Sure. Okay. I've never had a cool car before for once in my life. I would like, and, and Josh, no offense, uh, not to out you, but you drive a Buick. I do. It's like you skipped midlife crisis and went to end of life uh, hospice. Um, well, I've never owned a cool car. My dad has. My dad's had a bunch of cool cars. I've never been allowed to drive them. Uh, Good choice on his part. Mm -hmm. uh, his current cool car is a Corvette. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. He was telling me the other day, Corvette owners, like Jeep owners, apparently they have a Corvette wave. Oh, they do. When my dad and his other Corvette owners pass each other, mm -hmm. they'll tip their MAGA hats to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so a cool car sounds fun, but I priced some online and with my bank account of, unfortunately, the only cool car I can afford, a 1984 Pontiac Fiero. Oh, uh, but then we could give each other the fear away. When oh, you that? when you pass each other, you hold up your fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. So my final option though is to do the opposite. Like don't go crazy, like become healthy, you know, mm. start eating right, start working out, cutting carbs, trying keto. Uh, but then the next thing you know, I'll find myself in a Kundalini yoga class with three middle-aged women and an abandoned TCBY being taught by some woman half my age who goes by the name Honey Bear or Strawberry Harvest. <laughs> my last and final option, uh, two ideas or two uh, words, uh, darkness retreat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you guys think? Where do you I think know. I should go with it? Wow. I think it's good. Start with the dog beer. I like that idea. Like that All right, idea. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna start doing the dog beer. So uh, I, I got a name for you. You could do O'Drools. Because you don't you don't want to give your dog. I love it. Okay. Well, I'll give that a shot. So everybody, keep your eye out for the new uh, craft beer for dogs by Jeff Hoskins, Midlife Crisis. Have a great day, everybody. Right now we have a comedian. Greg Ward hanging out with us. Once again, a man of Canadian heritage. Oh, yeah. Uh, living, in, uh, living in beautiful Toronto. And a veteran of, uh, did very well on the uh, the America's Got Talent show. And may just be showing up in Vegas for something in the near future. Can't really tell you what it cool. is. Cool. Uh, we can tell you this, that Christy Lee's still at the Bob and Tom news desk. Have we missed anything? Yeah, we have one thing. An easy uh, jet pilot circled their plane in the air to treat passengers to a stunning view of the northern lights recently. Christy, I'd, I'd, sorry to interrupt. What is an easy jet pilot? It's the name of the airline, airline. easy jet. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, gotcha. It sounds like an easy bake oven. I thought it, it was does. like a plane for kids <laughs> 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 That'd be 
be fun. Mommy, <laughs> can one light bulb drive an airplane? <laughs> I don't know. My brownies are still cooking. I'll let you know. According to the BBC, the plane was traveling from Iceland to Manchester, England, when the Aurora Borealis lit up the skies across the UK in a very rare display. Wow. The pilot's maneuver allowed passengers on both sides of the plane to get a glimpse of the northern lights. An EasyJet spokeswoman said, quote, we are pleased that the captain was able to perform a controlled maneuver in order to allow passengers to witness an amazing display of one of nature's greatest sights. Passenger Adam Groves said the incredible sight topped off his four-night trip, which also saw him get engaged. Well, congratulations, Mr. Groves. He said he and his fiancée, Jasmine Mapp, were on the right-hand side of the plane and would not have been able to see the lights if it not um, had been for the very kind pilot. Jasmine Mapp sounds like a Dora the Explorer yeah. knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jasmine Mapp. Jasmine Mapp. Jasmine Mapp. By the way, the couple had been in I- in Iceland and they spent the entire trip and never once got to see the Aurora. So they are very excited about huh, it. Cool. I had friends that went to Iceland and never got to see it. Got one of those, stayed in one of those dome things. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Can you believe it? Yeah. We should explain to Greg that Christy has friends that do all the kind of stuff that whatever Jeff news story is just mocking. <laughs> whatever news story you got, she's got a friend. Yeah. I have a lot yeah. of friends. Yeah, These go. guys don't ever go out. Oh, no, I know that's not true. We go out, we just don't have any friends. <laughs> you ever, ever hang out with us? So Kidding? Has those friends. And then my dad has a friend who, if you ever want to do anything fun, like, hey, let's go to the yeah. trampoline park. Let's go bungee. He has a friend that yeah. died or was very mm-hmm. seriously injured. What? Mm-hmm. He'll name, shut down any fun you want to have. Anything. Okay. Just name any sport or any, any, any activity. activity. Okay. Um, ice cream cone. Oh, yeah. He was eating ice cream cone. A bus hit him. Hey, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a rocky road. <laughs> no, I just, I just. Hey, Dad, I, let's go bowling. Yeah, what about bowling? Yeah, you can't do anything bad in bowling. Mm, let me think here. Oh, that ball return can be t- tricky, can't oh, it? Didn't you have a buddy who lost yeah. a finger? Oh, yeah. Oh, you got yeah. his testicles caught trying to dry him in the <laughs> Just embarrassing. Why he, he pulls up, he's got, he's got shorts on, no underwear, just walks up. Whoa, this feels good on the nuts. Then all of a sudden, they got stuck in the pit. Um, I think this is really cool. your walrus problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is really cool that the guy turned the plane around. Otherwise, it would have been, you know, the guy comes over the PA. Oh, folks on the left side of the plane can see the beautiful Aurora Borealis. Folks on the right side of the plane can see a cloud that looks like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be something, too, though. I, hmm. Greg Morton, what else is new with you? Uh, you oh, my you, goodness. You know what's weird is uh, my my mom, we just dragged her into the 21st century. Oh. She was going to the bank in person and paying her bills. Hmm. And I said, Mom, it's 2023. You don't have to pay your bills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad because when you first said we had to drag my mom, I, know, I, thought, I, I thought, oh, jeez. Like, <laughs> Who dug the hole? Uh, I'm yes. oh, oh, Coming up next hour here on the Bob and Tom Show, yet another phone call from Donnie Baker. That's on the way, but coming up next, Greg Warren is in studio with the Warren Report. I'll tell you about that coming up in just a minute. This is the Bob and Tom Show. More of the Bob and Tom Show now on a Thursday. Hope you're having a good one. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. Greg Morton has a feature every week on the show. It's called The Warren Report. He picks out various subjects. Today's Warren Report 
is about poison ivy. Back to the Bob and Tom we show. We do have uh, comedian Greg Warren. There he is. Joining us uh, hey. from his home in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. And again, congratulations, Greg. Your, uh, your comedy special um, video got a really nice review in the New York Times. Yeah, that was kind of cool, huh? Yeah, very. Very, yeah. And uh, the special is called The Salesman. Mm-hmm. And uh, bravo. Good for you, man. That's just so nice. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. What's on your Chick, mind? You, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Poison Ivy today, guys. It's the, <laughs> oh. you know, All right. It is the season, it, isn't it? Yeah, it's the season. It's an it's a, a awful, awful uh, <laughs> weed. Um, you strike me as a guy who had Poison Ivy a lot. Well, I don't know why you'd say that. I, I don't mean, know why. Wrestling in the I've woods. Had, I, we didn't wrestle in the woods. I had it I had it a few times. It's a horrible, horrible... It ruins your summer. It ruins I, the whole you, thing. I thought you told me you wrestled in the woods. Oh, naked? Yeah, naked in the woods with you and all the <laughs> wrestling guys. Build, uh, me and who? Me and who, chick? <laughs> me and who? You and the other guys on the wrestling team to be, build uh, camaraderie. Yeah, it's no, we, <laughs> the, uh, the French call it joie de vert or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. We we didn't do that. I didn't tell. That wasn't me that you were talking to about that. Okay. Um, you guys know the uh, the ingredient uh, that uh, causes the allergic reaction in uh, poison ivy. Nope. Uh, no. Yeah, it's poison. It's uh, it's urushiol. That's what oh, it's called. Wow. Urushiol, uh, and it takes uh, one billionth of a gram of urushiol. To cause uh, skin irritation, one like, billionth like, of a gram. It's, it sounds like the name of a rapper. It does. It's that they actually that that uh, Batman villain Poison Ivy. They should have called her Urushiol. That would have been uh, oh. <laughs> scarier. Um, and 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 Poison Ivy's on the rise, guys. Climate changes uh, make it easier to grow now. There's more carbon dioxide in the air or something so poison ivy thrives on that stuff so yeah unicorns eat it if uh, you're reading the same article <laughs> yeah josh i hope you feel good about driving around that giant suv it's causing <laughs> poison ivy to grow all over the place you jerk <laughs> wow it's a smaller uh, no idea <laughs> uh it's not contagious by the way okay like, that was always the concern yeah, it's not. It's not. It, it, it's not. If, if you, uh, you have poison ivy rash and I touch it, it's not going to I'm not going to get it. Oh, good. Uh, but I've learned uh, still nobody wants to touch you. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe yeah. it's just you, though. Greg, is I've it- tried. Maybe maybe it's been. Hey, hey uh, come on, baby. It'll take my mind off the itch. It doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where did you have the poison ivy? I mean, St. Louis. I, all, all, yeah. <laughs> I think Cincinnati most recently. I meant, all over. Yeah. Jab on your wang. Did not. And it doesn't spread from y- your, your hands. Uh, different, okay. Yeah. Doesn't so, spread from different parts of your body. Just so, so you guys Just where know. you touch it then. I got it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I have never been able to identify it. There's all these little, well, it's green, guys. It's green, but there's just a little bit of red in it. Just a little bit of red. Really? It's. It, it, just a little, you can barely, you got to get close to see the red. It, once the leaf is almost in your mouth, then you're going to see the red. <laughs> <in your nose. laughs> it's green with a little red. I've walked through the woods and freaked out about a Mike and Ike box that somebody left in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's just littering. <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah. And, and that chick, I hate to tell you, that goes on in some of our national parks. Oh, oh boy, gosh, that's a shame. Uh, early Europeans planted poison ivy 
along embankments because of the roots uh, prevent erosion, which oh. uh, I would like to say, uh, which early Europeans? Because I huh. they need to answer for that, right? <laughs> Listen, uh, Giuseppe or Henri or Fernando or Heinrich, which one of your moron great 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 grandparents were involved in this? Here, I know here. embankments were very important to you guys back then, but uh, maybe build a wall, okay? The, the Chinese built a big one; it worked out for them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, 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 they prevent erosion, which who cares? There's all kinds of rhymes. Have you guys heard uh, the rhymes to, to stop poison ivy or no. to be able to identify poison ivy, I should say? No, I haven't. Leaves of three? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let, Let it be. be. Let it be. Let yes. them be. I yeah, thanks for the poem, guys. But it didn't work, okay? Oh. This thing has the word poison in it. Is that how we're handling poisons now? rhymes when it comes to nerve gas say i pass <laughs> let me tell you something i've been out there in the woods and those leaves bunch up i can't count them i don't know if that's nine leaves of three or one leaf of 27 <laughs> so so what i've decided is no more nature no oh, here's my poem okay if it's a plant I can't. <laughs> In any event, stay on the cement. That's how I'm going to live my life. Oh, nice. There's another one. It's called, uh, uh, they say, berry. You know poison ivy has berries on it? No. I didn't. Yeah. It, when they get mature, they have berries, which uh, berries white take flight. Oh, <laughs> Now I got to be afraid of Barry White. <laughs> Weren't we uh, talking about this a couple weeks ago? If you inhale poison ivy smoke, right? We were could kill that, you, chick. Yeah, it, it's unpleasant. And I people wrote in saying it was yeah. awful. You can get and, it yeah. in your lungs, right? Yeah, yeah wow. it could it could kill you. Don't burn poison ivy. No. Hey, Greg, can it's, animals get poison ivy? Uh, that's a great question, Josh. Most of them cannot. Okay, okay. however. Uh, monkeys can, oh, and and hamsters can. Is that right? <laughs> yes, yes. And let me tell you something: if you've ever seen a hamster with a bunch of calamine lotion on you, it is a freaky, <laughs> freaky sight. Wow. Awful. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Some of them eat it though. Oh. Black bears eat poison ivy. Oh boy, they love it, huh? I just think that's a way of like, being like this is how much of a badass yeah. I am. I'm eating poison ivy. That's a flex. I'll kill you. It is. It is. It's in the same family as uh, cashews, mangoes, and pistachios. How so? And uh, poison sumac and poison oak. They all have uh, urushiol. Oh, okay. which it's uh, that's the same family. It's a it's huh. a real messed up family. Yeah, oh, it's dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Borgias or the uh, I don't know the the Husseins. Oh. Remember Uday and Husay? Those guys. Yeah, sure. But the Menendez brothers. It's a lot like the Menendez brothers, guys. <laughs> Stay they're, away. They're they're, they're bad. Uh, did you did you know that they use uh, they use an extract of poison ivy to treat joint pain? That's true. Wow. Yes, I uh, I looked it up. It sounds a lot like uh, something my dad would come up with. Uh, you know, dad, I itch all over. Yeah, you do, but you're not thinking about your knee anymore, are you? <laughs> it's it's a horrible, horrible thing, man. 
it's 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 five years after it's dead, you can still get poison ivy. Whoa, what? that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's uh, there's there's something called the uh, Rus toxicidid Rus toxicondron. Uh, I think the brand name is Outdoor Joe's. Apparently, you could take this stuff. And uh, it makes you a little more resistant to poison ivy when you go out there. Huh. Yeah. 30 minutes you got to wash it off if you're exposed. 30 minutes or you're screwed. Oh, man. Here's another one. You get a freebie. What do you mean? What? First time you touch poison ivy, you're fine. Wow. Your body doesn't know? Nah. And then it learns. Really? Yeah. So if you're a kid, man, live it up. You know? (laughs) Yeah. First one's free. Eat it. Yeah, for, yeah. First one's free. First one's free. <laughs> oh. So it's a gateway poison. I'm blessed to have never have had it. Have I've, you never, guys had it? It I've never had it either. I don't get it either. Fifteen percent of the fifteen uh, percent of the population is immune to it. You think you, you uh, Christy and Josh, might be one of these freaks? Yeah. I know. I am. Yeah, my, and when I was at camp, we were on uh, South Manitou Island. Uh-huh. Everybody got it but me. And what wow. uh, what camp was that? Camp Hayawenta. Camp Hayawenta. Uh-huh. Great camp. And what uh, what sort of activities? Uh, they're on Torch Lake. Right? <laughs> sailing. <laughs> sailing. Oh, sure. Hiking. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, Chick, was that a, uh, a camp for underprivileged children? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> Fine camp. Uh, it started off with uh, horseback riding. No, they did not. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, you were assigned a uh, butler. And then, yeah. uh, <laughs> Chick's just, Chick didn't get to go to camp, and it's, he's still. I never gave yeah, him a Tom, second I, until yeah, I met little, Tom. Little, yeah. Did you did you go to did you go to camp, Greg? Other than that wrestling, uh, did you like wrestling like camp? A, I went to a lot of wrestling camp. Yeah, 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 definitely. out in the woods, right? Wrestling. Oh, yeah. No, chick. There. I don't know where you're getting this. Still but, wrestling uh, naked in the poison ivy. That's Teen what spirit. I that's what I heard. <laughs> Christy. Really? One time in fifth or sixth grade, I went to CYO camp. At um, that's and, called that stands for carry your own. At, yeah, no Catholic youth organization. Oh Camp yeah, yeah. Rancho okay. Fromasa. Oh, oh yeah. So the, <laughs> cheese, the smell each of the cheese that smells cheese like ranch dressing. Yeah. That's that's Rancho Formaggio. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, Rancho Formosa. Uh-huh. Yeah. Smell the cheese. It's I was so homesick. What? Did you go to camp? I went to summer stuck. Oh, yes. Of course you did. I did plays. <laughs> I acted. Exactly. Yeah. I learned how to enunciate <laughs> over the summer. And project, I bet. Yes. That's big. Yeah. <laughs> Look out, it's a snake. <laughs> that's all. That's wow, all I really, man, I heard, I heard that. Really, that was, that was, yeah. yeah Thank was you, Craig. Hey, Pat, at theater camp, would, uh, yes. would you and like two other kids sit in the grass and pretend to canoe? <laughs> <laughs> we will now mime getting across the lake. Time to work on our physical business. <laughs> oh, stroke. Oh, stroke. <laughs> There's a wave for coming. <laughs> we'll have more of the Bob and Tom show coming up for you in just a minute here a phone call from donnie baker in the next segment come on back this is the bob and tom show this is the bob and tom show on a thursday this is christopher speaking from the bob and tom studios we got a phone call in this segment from donnie baker plus we'll talk about fudge sickles and josh's character all on the way we've got another world record to get to we've got a lot going on <laughs> oh hello bob and tom show hello all right bob and tom it's donnie hey donnie hey, Don. just talking about you did i hear you guys right there's gonna be a new virtual golf league mm-hmm. yeah. that sounds stupid 
TGL, the golf league. Yeah, the T stands for the. <laughs> TGL. Hey, Chick, at least it ain't the Tom Griswold League. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Everybody's got to offer up a random factoid before they putt. Hey, did you know our golf uncle's good at free throws? <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. Or, wouldn't golf be more fun if we could skier our way through it? Oh, no. I'll say it like this. I bet you 30 bucks this thing was invented by some TikToker. Hmm. Virtual Golf League. Man, these millennials want to do everything on Game Boy now. I've basically already gone Grand Torino on that generation. Because I'm raising one. My idiot cousin Lonnie, he wants everything without putting no effort. Man, when I was a millennial growing up, life was hard. (laughs) Nowadays, these kids can just zoom their way through it, you know? It's easier than stabbing fish in a barrel. I'll say it like he said. I'm sort of proud of my idiot cousin, Lonnie. Wow. I ain't told you guys, but he's on his way to becoming a fireman now. Really? Oh. oh, good for him. Yeah, but the closer he gets, the more he brags about it. Did you, did you know to become a fireman and pass the final exam, you got to get dressed full gear from brains to boot in under 45 seconds? Wow. That's yeah. important, though. I swear to God, he claims he can do it in under 30. And trust me, he's telling everybody, which... I'm proud of him. But last time he's got to brag about it. Oh, I'm going to be fireman. Fireman of the fastest dressers on the planet. Whatever, Lonnie. You've never been in a massage parlor when somebody yells search warrant. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I could probably be the fire chief. Hit <laughs> it right to his face. All right, go. <laughs> well, good for his idiot cousin, Lonnie. Yeah, Lonnie's uh, stepping up. All doing right, something all right. Noble. Now, um, we were going to return to the sports page. Major League Baseball from St. Louis. San Francisco outfielder Mitch Hanniger broke his right forearm when hit by a pitch from the Cardinals' Jack Flaherty in the wow. third inning of that the hurts. Giants' 11-3 to How does that win. not happen more often, Josh? I don't know. Well, they wear uh, armor and stuff. I, I'm like on... I see uh, on forearms and stuff. Right? Really? Yeah. We heard a great story yesterday from Drew Storen, um, who was a Major League Baseball pitcher. And and by the way, if you missed it, Drew and his buddies have um, they they bought the corn for several years from the Field of Dreams, the mm-hmm. actual field there. They got friendly with the farmer. They made a deal, and they have they have distilled is that the word distilled a bourbon using that corn. Cool. It's uh, a Field of Dreams. Uh, it's out there. It'll be available in 35 states in a couple of weeks. We've got some links, I think, in the Bob and Tom social media pages. But he has a lifetime batting average of three, 333 because he's only he only had to bat three times as a major league pitcher. Nice. But he was explaining. Remember what he was he was saying about the helmet, Josh? Oh, he, he used the Bat Boys helmet because he's a switch hitter, and the Bat Boys helmet is a double flapper, so he could... So the, the only time he got a hit, he was wearing a Bat Boy helmet. Yeah. <laughs> so it just goes to show, even in a Major League Baseball game, there's a lot of kind of, oh, well, hey, what do you got over there? Yeah. Is there a lot of borrowing of bats? Not, no. I, no, each, each bat's got a handful. Yeah. Or each imagine. batter has a handful of their Absolutely own. Absolutely not. So would, would there ever be a, hey, man, can I use your... Uh... Potentially, but I, I don't think it happens that often. Because everybody's has got certain specifics, and plus, boy, you break your buddy's bat. That could be <laughs> that could go bad. That was my lucky bat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Sammy, I, Sammy, I used your lucky bat. I but they have plenty in their measurements the... uh, there. Okay, so. all right. Uh, now, um, we return to uh, 
This poor guy in his broken arm. Uh, yeah, he's going to be fine eventually. And Carlos Perez broke a tie, <clears throat> pardon me, with an RBI ground out in the eighth inning last night in Oakland. The Athletics beat the Tampa Bay Rays 2-1 to one in front of a spirited crowd, it says here, at the Oakland Coliseum. Well, that's interesting. One of the better teams being beaten by one of the lesser teams. The A's drew a season-high attendance record of 27,759, about five times what they normally draw. Oakland fans held a reverse boycott last night. Green shirts with uh, yellow words on the front that say sell. They wanted to sell somebody in Oakland instead of uh, moving it to Las Vegas. Vegas, which is apparently a done deal. This is a classic case of too little too late fans also shouted their anger at team owner john fisher fish throughout the night and some threw cups and bottles onto the field after the game ended <laughs> there you go how about that? that um they should try more of these reverse boycotts in that area mm-hmm. like the city of san francisco the, you think that the mayor all... could go hey how about tonight we all crap in bathrooms yeah <laughs> oh because if it that actually would happens. be that would be the reverse of the norm norm yeah normal um, essing in the streets we were talking about uh one of our uh one of our staff members uh, his wife is having a baby right did it happen i can't find any information we don't know we thought it was going to happen yesterday, yesterday. maybe it's last today. night yeah but i was I, just in, in light of that i was doing a little bit of homework here and um, there is a, a, parent, a, a, a parenting site. Obviously not enough homework. We don't know if he had the baby or not. Mm-hmm. No, I was doing some homework on this. Not that. Christy what? was handling that. Well, then that. why mention? Never mind. Because um, this involves uh, things to do when your wife is in the hospital as a post-birth treatment, according to the Direct Advice for Dads website. Hmm. Um, so this is after the baby's called. It's after the baby has arrived. Yes. Um, you may have heard of this. Uh, it's referred to either as the ice finger or the vaginal popsicle. The process involves filling a condom with water and freezing it. Um, the uh, digital post explains that. Well, then what do you do with it? Well, the popsicles are the perfect shape to rest in between a new mom's legs and ease a bit of the pain and swelling. You're not putting them up inside there. Guarantee that. <laughs> no, no. No, 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 just, no, no, no. This is the equivalent of the guy with the bag of corn after the vasectomy, I think. Right. Um, one mother on Baby Center endorsed the advice saying, quote, after you deliver... Baby Center? Yeah, it's a website. Uh, sh- she said, uh, after you deliver, your coochie is super sore. Yeah. Especially if you tear, buy some panty liners and cut an opening into one end, slide the frozen condom inside and wear the frozen panty liner until it melts. Repeat as necessary. So the vaginal popsicle does not go... Inside. Yeah. No. Now the fudge sickle. <laughs> Where for, does that go, Tom? Oh, that's Tom. a different post-surgery, post-surgery treatment. Um, yes. Anyway. All of a sudden, it all came into sharp <laughs> yeah. focus. All that something over there, yeah. Fudge sickle. Yeah. Oh, and he yeah. likes it. Yeah, yeah. He really yeah. likes it. Yeah, he does. Doing that half-gape laugh that he does. Would <laughs> you like a good fudge sickle? Uh, not anymore. No, I never no. did. I liked putting pops. Oh, I did too. You don't like fudge sickles? No, I'm not a popsicle guy. I'm not a frozen... Uh, like frozen I don't, I don't, like, I don't like, like snow cones or... Drumstick? Uh, 
I love drumsticks. Okay. That's that's the, that's one of the exceptions. Okay, those drumsticks. I used to love the the only place you could get those back in my day was from the the, the traveling ice cream truck. I, ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> 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 yeah, the ice cream. You know, the, the you know dessert your, troubadour. Your, what do they call them? Your reputation <laughs> no, precedes you. Those, I couldn't wait. <laughs> sorry, to I was going to pull up. I almost said because this would have been weird. Other than Mr. Softy. No, it would have been weird because the 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 truck in my neighborhood in Shaker Heights, Ohio, was Uncle Marty. I bet mm. it was. No, that was. I mean, it was a. It was Uncle Marty. It was a. Sure. The truck would drive around. <laughs> Uncle Marty. It would play. Hey, he pops. <laughs> what was the? What was the tuck your money in my pocket. What was the standard? The, the standard music was what the the monkey. The weasel in my pants. Pop. God, I haven't seen an ice cream truck in ages. The. Um, I saw the ice cream. The ice boat. cream truck. I saw the ice cream boat the other day ice at Lake of the Ozarks. Man. Did you? It goes they around have, to the docks. Oh, they, they have, ice they cream have that boats? in Florida yeah, too. It's very cool. They oh, have that a, Marco Island. That's, that's a cool. great idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ice cream boat. Did you get something? No. What? I didn't want anything. <laughs> look at look at him. You might as well told him you can record one program and watch another. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> How confused you he is. Even, you didn't even get something for the show. What do you mean? Oh, something, something we could rib you about, you know. Oh, I have to live my life as the character you've painted me <laughs> as? Be a lot no. <laughs> Josh, have they updated the characters at all? When I was a kid, they had SpongeBob and Spider-Man. Uh, do they have any new characters at the ice cream truck? Did you happen to see in the boat? Uh, no, the boat didn't have uh, like one of those outdoor, me- like the menus painted on the side. Mm, okay. So, how, how does are, are the charges fairly excessive? Or uh... yeah, I mean it's it's not. But what a great five, five it's a little more than an ice cream truck. But yeah, does he also sell bait? No, <laughs> just an ice cream truck. You think that you know? They have the pizza boat in Tampa. You know, I would hope there'd be some... uh... Wait a minute, Josh, did you hear what she said? No, I didn't hear what she said. We did the story. I believe it was in Tampa Bay. They have a pizza delivery boat. That's smart, too. Yeah. People hanging out on their dock. Would you have had a slice? Probably not. We were ha- we had plenty Josh, of snacks Josh, and food Josh. on the dock. Just say yes. Well, yeah. get out of here. I would have had seven go. pizzas. <laughs> seven seven yeah. pizzas. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Can you tell the uh, rotisserie chicken boat to make its way over here? And French fry shuttle. How about the paper towel boat? Because clearly I'm sitting here masturbating. And I don't know if you noticed that. I'm, I wasn't masturbating until I smelled the food. That caused me to have at myself. It's your own fault. My gosh. <laughs> Uh, in fact, give me two rotisserie chickens, one to hump and one to eat. <laughs> I'm so fat, I'm so, so fat, I'm the fattest, I am fat. Nobody's fatter than me, nobody's fatter than me. No, no. I do, I eat and jerk it and jerk it and eat. I'm not a man with real feelings. I'm merely a prop for Tom's yep. amusement. Aren't we all? Oh, boy. So you don't like fudgesicles. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I miss I, pudding pops. I, why'd they ever get rid of those? Too delicious? Know. They but were I, smooth. I think they'd have trouble bringing them back because of Cosby. I yeah. yeah. Uh, I did love the, uh, the, the ones, the cones that are pre-frozen and that Uncle Marty used to have. <laughs> like the drumsticks? The drumsticks, yeah. <laughs> pre-frozen. Uh, Jake, am I correct in saying that you prefer a cake cone to a waffle cone? Uh, I do. Wow. Very much so. Yeah. I do, too. I'm I not a waffle too. cone yeah. fan. Oh, yeah. Unless gosh. it's the mini drumsticks. Those are good, but... <laughs> you can eat those like popcorn. Oh, those are good. <laughs> Toss them back, man. Mm. 
The waffle cones often have that fudge at the when bottom. When I was a kid, they had Cap'n Crunch ice cream bars. What? And there were chocolate yep. flavor and strawberry flavor. Yep. And they were yeah. the best. They loved them. Were they them. like coated in the Cap'n Crunch? Yep. yep. And they had uh, chocolate cake in the middle mm-hmm. surrounded by ice cream. Holy I don't know cow. Where, did I don't you get know where, or strawberry cake. I don't know where they went to. But did you get them at the grocery store or did you get them from an ice cream person? Um, I used to get them at the uh, London Municipal Swimming Pool. They Ooh. were. You'd have that and go and swim and get a cramp and crap yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. What's the ice cream truck does not come down my street. It I, doesn't? I, I really don't I'm think really it does. I'm really surprised. Uh, does it in your why neighborhoods? You, why do you think that they don't come down the street, Tom? Huh? Uh, well, have you checked the stock? We're going down Arnold Street. <laughs> uh, we only got 24. Well, we better not. We don't want to get yelled at again. Remember last time you yeah, shot at us? Why don't you losers have any pizza? He, he shot at the ice cream. <laughs> with, with well, the you potato it Bring it back it. here, you puppies. You got more than three dozen? <laughs> <laughs> no? Blam! 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 I remember when you were little, Willie, every once in a while, the ice cream truck guy would come by. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time. What was your go-to order, Will? Uh, the Spider-Man. The Spider-Man, and then I think it had gum for the eye. Yeah, sure, oh, sure. Just awesome. <laughs> just on a hot day, nothing better. Never heard of that. Never heard of the Spider-Man ice cream bar. Oh, they had them all, didn't they? SpongeBob, mm-hmm. the foot with the the gum that was like the big toenail. Oh, <laughs> what? Not, not, not the most appetizing looking, <laughs> but kind of funny. Yeah. Don't they have like ice cream at the pool that well you don't know that you go to? They have a little snack uh, bar, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, not, they don't have the cool stuff. I would imagine hmm. it's gelato or yeah, yeah. You're right, right. Some what am I thinking? Sherbert, <laughs> sorbet. Yes, yeah. More sorbet, kids. Uh, fresco. Oh, yes, please. Uh, Is that raspberry sherbet <laughs> organic? It's it's served in a cut open coconut. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We needed to get back to the sports page after. Uh, Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen, Superman, uh, has offered an update on the curious situation of Benjamin Button. No, it's the curious. <laughs> Situation of wide receiver Stefan Diggs. Uh, Allen said, internally, we're working on some things, uh, not football related. Steph, he's my guy. I effing love him. He's a brother of mine. This doesn't work. We need him in here. What we're doing, we need, we can't do it without him. What's happening? Uh, he has, he just signed a, a massive contract. So here's some thoughts about maybe, um, Maybe Steph wants a, a nice new parking space. You don't know. Maybe that that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's making enough money, but he needs a parking space before he shows up at mandatory organized team activities, mm-hmm. Tom. They call those OTAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a title. Maybe he wants to be secretary of receptions. Oh. You don't know. Or director of uh, touchdowns. Mm-hmm. or. We know we don't do OTAs here. Yeah, we don't have any team building activities here <laughs> at all. We we spend uh, for, unless we're on the air, we spend all of our time staying away from each other. Yes. <laughs> right? That's how you build the team. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> Enthusiastic uh, isolation. I'm, I'm, making, I'm making arrangements for another uh, thing. What is this? Oh gonna no! Be? Oh, see, 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 this is why. All of a sudden, all of, I know what the problem is. <laughs> It's him. him. Yeah. But at Disney World, I don't want to hear it. Is it pickleball? 
Yeah, it's pickleball I'm not, not playing. It's not pickleball. Can we go to an escape room together? No. All of us locked no. in a room yeah, together? I can't, I'm, I'm, I can't do that. Well, I've I, never uh, done I can't even do a corn maze. I'm too... Uh, one, of my close, uh, one of my close friends has a half-assed restaurant with horrible food. We're going to meet there. It's unbelievable. I take him to the lunch for the finest place in town. and All he does is bitch. Awful food. The chick is right. When we went to your friend Jimmy's Nacho Sack... First of all, yeah. Jimmy wasn't there. Right? Exactly. I told you not to get the goat. And nachos in a sack? Yeah, yeah. It's, they're soggy from the get-go, Exactly. Walking nachos. <laughs> Wait a minute. Don't, don't, the walking nachos aren't bad. But these were in a cloth sack. Leak <laughs> oh, out. You mean sackcloth and ash? Uh, no, that's not right. Sackcloth and ashes? No. I couldn't. No. In an escape room, when you do those, are you allowed to go, you know what? I, I we, we quit. Let us out. I think if, you, if you scream you fire, to, you can right? do whatever you Let want. Let me out. I will tear this place apart. <laughs> there has to be a, a button, right? Or something. But, now, this would be a, a great premise for a horror movie. They already have uh, yeah. Escape Room. Oh, do they? And Escape Room 2 uh, oh, really? of Champions. Yeah. It pretty much just depends on the 17-year-old who's working there, who's higher than hell, by the way. He, it's pretty much his discretion. <laughs> If you can make a stone 17-year-old let you out of there, it's his call. Have you seen the videos of the uh, the uh, ride operators screwing with people? And, I love it. Like, like, oh, wait, I need to oh, fasten yeah, your seatbelt. Yeah, yeah. And then and they then hit they, the button. Then they hit yeah. the button. So the people Terrifying. are like, what? Terrifying. Why is that funny? It kind of isn't. <laughs> Coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show, we'll talk about tipping. A little restaurant talk for you, too. Coming up. This is the Bob and Tom Show. I stayed in bed late today because the room was spinning. I think it's going to be a bad day. (laughs) My alarm went off on time. But it was a smoke alarm. I think it's going to be a bad day. Poured a bowl of chunky granola. The milk was chunkier. I think it's going to be a bad day. My boss said I'm doing a great job. And he hates to let me go. I think it's going to be a bad day. My wife said I love you, Bill. My name is John. I think it's going to be a bad day. Found a four-leaf clover growing on my shower floor. I think it's going to be a bad day. I'm going to be a dad, according to the lawsuit. I think it's going to be a bad day. Talk to a sexy girl today for $4.95 a minute. I think it's going to be a bad day. My son finally got his own place. He's in prison. I think it's going to be a bad day. My daughter started an e-business. She's got a camera in her bedroom. I think it's going to be a bad day. My doctor gave me the thumbs up. It was extremely painful. I think it's going to be a bad day. My wife likes to dress sexy. So I hear. I think it's going to be a bad day. My secretary has a crush on me. His name is Steve. I think it's going to be a bad day. More of the Bob and Tom Show now on a Thursday morning. Hope you're having a nice one. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. Let's wrap things up this morning. 
Talk about a little tipping, a little restaurant talk, a little menu talk for you. Uh, let's see. Now, we were talking about tipping, and uh, Josh was upset because I tipped the guy at the uh, movie theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over-tipping's got a problem these days. But it was this kid, but it was, it was working hard. It was just him back there. I could tell he was a you know nice kid. Hey, here. I could tell he was a nice kid. I guarantee you he had blonde hair. That's what that means. I guarantee you. Know, you know, I was uh, at the uh, tavern the other night. This <laughs> guy named Ted walked up, and uh, we started talking. What a nice guy. Do you tip at fast food oh, really? restaurants? Oh, Ted. You mean Ted Bundy? Yeah, what a nice guy. <laughs> Clean cut, smart. I thought you were going Kaczynski. Uh, and I'll tell you what, he seems like a ladies' man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Boy, women just love him. God, handsome people are the best, aren't yeah. they? Do you tip mm. at a fast food restaurant? Depends. Some of them. Okay. Oh my God! You have to be stopped. I think Josh overreacted well, a little bit, but now I couldn't agree more. Because you now, be when you put your card in, they automatically come up with, "Do you want a tip?" Some of them. Some of them don't. Ugh. I wish some of them did. Like when you're at Chipotle, you know, it's they're working. Let me hard. ask you. They're something. working hard back there. Are you really? Are you? Are you tipping because you think they're doing a great job and you want them to earn more money? Or, or are you tipping because you're worried they're going to say that Tom Griswold didn't tip? No, no. It's because I used to work at a restaurant, and I know that... No, I don't believe you. I well, think you're worried. I, 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 I think you're worried. I, it's not a matter you're of you believing me. You're worried that, Tom, uh, they're going to say that you, because you really do think that way, and you <laughs> don't want to give them a tip. <laughs> I mean, they, don't, they don't know who I am when I'm at Chipotle. I, just, right. I, just, I mean, construction uh, workers work hard, but do you roll down your window and stop and go, here, fellas... <laughs> Here, top that building off for me. Here you go. Here's a Finsky. Go buy a beer. Yeah. Uh, now, okay, what about, how about this? I, I've got a letter here from a guy. I uh, I went to a local pizza place that you take the pizza, but they haven't cooked it yet. Do I tip them for making the pizza? Well, I think so. Yeah, I do too. If you're carrying out, yeah. anytime you carry out, I think you, you can, I sure. think tipping is completely acceptable. Maybe not mandatory, uh, but, but acceptable. Should, should it be twenty twenty percent? You're not even eating in their restaurant. Yeah, but, yeah, but so when you order carry out, you don't tip. Of course, I tip, but I'm just saying. But you tip out of fear of people saying I don't tip. <laughs> <laughs> Christy Lee. At came least to my she's telling the truth. Yes. Instead of you coming up with some fantastic. Well, he seemed like a nice young man. Well, the kid at the movie theater has no idea who I am. That's you have no idea. You don't know who knows who. You'd well, that's okay. That's I mean. Let's take that out of it. You know, yeah. Should you still just be tipping everybody? What about a third option that he tips people so that he gets special treatment in the future? Is well, that is that on anybody's radar? Yes. He wants to be able yeah. to go, hey, this is my Chipotle. They take care of me there. I know Trevor and the fellas, yeah. they give me my bean burrito. I I'm a big line. fan of that sort of gangster uh, behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love grease. And I like that. <laughs> Don't you hate it when you go to a restaurant you go to all the time? And all the staff knows you, and they give you the one that doesn't, and you have to deal with. So you you've said the same thing four different ways. I don't know if they know me or not. Boy, they better know me. That's all I know. Look, I have no idea what I normally get here. Ask Amber; she usually waits on us. Oh my gosh! (laughs) But see, I had that happen. I was at a lunch, and I did not pick up the tab. And the person that did did not tip well, and she somebody went on Twitter and said I was a bad. And it just it was like, whoa, wait a minute, yeah, I had nothing to do with that. You got to tip personally at group dinners because you never know the person that signs the check what they're going to do with right. it. Right, I'll always turn on just a five or a ten in front of my plate at a group dinner. Ooh. Yeah, that can be a real problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I found out the hard way. I disagree. That person had an attitude problem. 
And, uh, yeah, I know she got fired because of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. You got somebody fired? Wow. It, no, well, she, that, that girl got now. herself fired. Yeah. Let's look at it. Christy is opening up job opportunities in the city. Christy goes to a restaurant. All the servers get fired. No, they don't. Team. I tip well. Yeah, oh Christy did God. nothing wrong. <laughs> well, all the, that time. All I got to say is if Tom's been to your restaurant, and you've made some new hires recently. <laughs> you better tell these people who Tom is. And when he comes in, you better know what he orders. So there's going to be hell to pay. So you go to restaurants. You don't even know what you order? Uh, I... Not much of a menu reader. I think what we've learned in the last uh, <laughs> last you know conversation, uh, we're all impossible. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, and we maybe have... have no business out in society. Maybe <laughs> we have we have a new story. To be helpful, <laughs> like have, I don't know that we have a new story coming up. I forget. Did I print the one about menu anxiety? Yep. I got it right here. Menu anxiety. Yeah, this Mm -hmm. is really interesting. No, it's not. It's because everyone can order off a menu but you. (laughs) Three in ten Americans, Chick, have menu anxiety, apparently, when ordering food from a restaurant. The survey of 2,000 adults found younger generations were far more likely to have anxiety while ordering. 41% of Gen Z have menu anxiety, and among millennials, 18 to 43... That have menu. That's quite of a spread. 18, 20 to 50%. Only 15% no, uh, of Gen eight. X and baby boomers report having menu anxiety. So it'd be opposite of what is written here. Didn't she say for eight, him. You, you said 18 to 41%. Was that the age? 18 to 43. 41%. Oh. 15% Gen X, baby boomers, 44 yeah. to 77. Oh, you're right, Jake. That doesn't make <laughs> Older folks don't have menu anxiety, apparently. Of course right. not. I won't go to Greek restaurants why please tell me why because they don't tell you how to pronounce that thing with this big stick why don't you just do gyro? Gyro? stick is it euro gyro, gyro gyro whatever. well if you're getting a it's big a stick it's not a euro at all you're talking about where the lamb meat yeah it's a lamb uh, no, no, Euro. It's Euro. Don't say Euro. Just order lamb. We've all decided so, uh, on Euro. I don't know where you were. Are they toying with me when I said like a Euro? They go, you mean a gyro? Yeah, probably. Yes. Yeah. It's I'd a- be like, no, I don't. It's Euro. <laughs> yeah. Also, you're very fun to mess with. Goofing with you is a good time. You get confused. You get scared. Yeah, it's I a build, lot of fun for everybody. I build See? a very nice living out of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, so it's you skew good. these results because you have total menu anxiety. Yeah, I ask a lot of. Yeah, I, I just like to ask what's good and go from there. No, this is our fault because you say things like wind cooker, and we understand that you mean air fryer. We've let you rely on us too much. When you go into the world, you think you can rely on people. Yeah. <laughs> Read a menu, order a sandwich that's on the menu. Do you have menu anxiety at all, Willie? Not at all. Yeah, I, you seem pretty confident. I have the opposite. I go look at all this food I can get. How exciting is this? You know what I hate? I I do get menu anxiety when the menu's on the board behind somebody. Oh, they I hate that. Because you can't hardly okay. read it, and it's small, and you know, yes. I, I hate more than anything. What? Having to use that square thing with all the goofy stuff on it. <laughs> goofy stuff? What does he mean by goofy Is it a, stuff? You mean a QR, QR code? code? The QR code. <laughs> can't stand that. Willie, I'm sorry. I just did what you asked. You said we should stop doing. <laughs> with all that goofy stuff on it, and he thought we were going to understand what that means. We did. Yeah. I thought you meant you had Bazooka Joe cartoons on there. <laughs> he does this stuff. all the time. He hardly participates in any conversations <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Josh, you, you, you failed He'll come here. up to you, and he'll go, so I was at the... Um, 
at the uh, car wash. Yeah, I was at the car wash, and uh, it goes on for hours, and he's not said anything. At least with the QR code, you can scan it. It's on your phone. You can read it. The boards behind people. Yeah, you have to get right up on top, and then you get a line behind you, and you're that. That gets a little stressful. But I would like. I, I would like to do something here. I would like really nice restaurants to please put pictures of your food. I, it's driving me crazy no, now. No, life is in a diner. No, because no. I, I, I was at this really nice place over the weekend, and I'm suddenly I found myself going like this and then saying to the waitress, what's that? Oh, God, what a hillbilly. No, I think... What some, a hillbilly. Sometimes these what exotic... What you got over there? These ex- exotic dishes. Show me a picture of it. Sir, Come that's on. a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, what, what to you is an exotic dish? <laughs> Sir, that's our dishwasher. Don't point at him. I'm just saying, it's it'd be a lot easier. I mean, there's a reason they do it. They do it at that Mexican place, Verde. That nice pictures of the stuff. Oh, I, what's that thing? Okay. I don't know a tamale from a tortilla from a uh-huh. you know, whatever. Esperanto. I'd like a photograph of it so I know Denny's what I'm getting. Denny's does that. Good. That's a smart move. I'd like to see some of these higher-end places start doing that. You know what I've never done is picked a dessert off of a dessert tray. Mm. Have you guys ever oh, done I have. where it's wheeled to your I table? I did it last you weekend. You all have that Yes. One. I had the is creme brulee that, 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 that kind of That's why I like the cafeteria. Oh, look. <laughs> By the yeah, way, gosh. Those chicken livers look great. Hey, the Jello's red. Cool. <laughs> Sometimes those are just display desserts. They bring the one out from yeah. the back. You can't just grab it. They get right, very that mad. is true. <laughs> This is the Bob and Tom Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? Can you pay me more? Jeff Smith teaches on the sliding scale. Those Weekend Golf Guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.